Welcome, everyone. And we're walking on sunshine. Definitely walking on sunshine. Sunshine, sunlight, light in the dark is always the best remedy for things that um, go bump in the night and things that um, people refuse to identify. You know, Many, many times I get confronted with the fact that um, I worked for the bad guys. Therefore, I must always be working with them. The one thing that people don't seem to understand is as a child, as a young person, I was extremely intelligent. I was always uh, ahead in the way I thought. I was, I loved mathematics. Uh, every, and you know, every other person to me seemed simple because they weren't just getting it. This is me as a child, which was a, a breath of arrogance. I needed a challenge. And as a person, as a child, I was actually pretty insecure. I was pretty insecure, uh, you know, because I felt so confident that uh, things were so easy for me to grasp. So, uh, you know, obviously I was put through specific training and, and, I, and, and I've, I've made that very transparent um, from a very young age. Um, but I put myself through the worst things possible, per se, and those were all choices. Now, I wouldn't call it self-sabotage, but I would say challenge because I realized that I had this mentality of a warrior, like from, you know, a little kid. It's like, you can't do this. And it's like, watch me. Right. And it wasn't like defiance. It was like, yeah, I can conquer anything I want because it's going to be for a good thing. Now, I want people to understand that the mentality of a warrior is very, very different from normal mentality. You have to be a person that when you're confronted to go through a door, right, you don't know what's behind that door. It can be, you know, flowers and roses, it can be glass broken and you're barefoot. It could be four jihadis waiting for you with, you know, uh, you know, a 50 caliber pointed at you or a rocket ready to go. You know, it's, you're ready to open that door regardless. You're just like, yeah, I'll take whatever's behind that door. You don't know what's there. That's okay. I'll take that too. It's, it's a different type of mentality when you, when you have that, that feeling in it. And I, and, and I think that's why I went, you know, and and joined the military. And then they pulled me out of there thinking, no, 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 no. You're 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 for something else, right? You need to leave. We'll we'll fix it. Don't worry about it. And uh, you know, people don't understand that mentality. I mean, a lot of soldiers do. A lot of soldiers do. 
And one thing soldiers do learn when they sign up, when they go to war, is that they always strive to be better in life because they understand what a gift life is, first of all, right? Because they put their lives on the line every day. But they also learn that when they sign that dotted line, when they join the military, you know, they're serving, period. And that's like an unconditional love with this warrior mentality. Now, not all of them have it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of people, and I know those of you that have served, and I've seen them. I've seen them. I may not have been in uniform, but damn, I was in all those war zones. I've seen them. You know, the ones that you're like, how did this person come here? What is going on here? Is this, it's like that, that, that story I like to tell. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so outing someone. But um, when I was at the College of Medicine, you know, everyone that I went to school with are now doctors. There was one person that was super, that had like this freaky fetish. It wasn't a fetish. It was like a doll thing, you know? And it was weird because the person would take pictures of the doll with their toes dipped in the water and it would be like, you know, and then you're just like, damn. You know, but you know, whatever. It, to each their own. To me, it was just like, I don't know. It just, you know. But they're a great doctor now, um, regardless if they have a doll fetish. You know, for me, it was strange. Well, we've seen people like that in the field too. But one thing people in the military learn is to trust. Trust their battle buddy. Trust their person around them that they're going to get their back because they have to have theirs. It's more like a, an exchange. Right. And I've always said that um, the, the best lesson my father ever gave me was to tell me to take people at 100 percent, no matter where they came from. Like even if Satan came in front of you and said, hey, you know, I've got these, you know, pies right here. You want to have a taste. Right. I should trust that he's giving it to me out of goodwill. I know that sounds nuts. But, you know, if you have faith and you see good first, then you have no problem. I mean, we say it all the time. People see themselves, uh, you know, in other people, right? They always do. They always do. And, you know, I feel sad for people that are like that because it, it means that they don't believe in redemption. They don't believe in good, uh, that good is first. And, you know, unfortunately, they just don't get it. And, you know, the nature of truth is very specific, like very specific. And I wanted us to cover it because I'm going to have a friend pop on today and we're going to have a conversation. I mean, going along with this whole, let's let there be light. But yesterday, I, you know, being the Ides, being the week of sunshine, I mean, light is a great disinfectant, isn't it? Um, it was important that I, that I speak it. People are upset. I've gotten messages from a few people. What, what are you doing? What's your deal? My deal is, is that you concealed the truth. Why? You're either going to have to say you did it because you didn't want people looking at somebody else's content because it takes away your following, which means you have no content that is subscribable to, or that you're working for the other side. It's got to be one or the other. It can't be, oh, I just didn't. And, you know, it was, it was, it was harsh for me to see how, you know, as the person was complaining, they were answering their own question. Well, you work for the other side, so I don't trust anything because I don't know what your deal is. And it's like, well, um, it doesn't matter about me. 
Like you could not like me. You can dislike me. You can dismiss me. You can call me anything you want. But a fact is a fact. Information is information. And when you claim that your job is to deliver the news and you do not, right? In fact, you do everything to conceal it, right? There's only two answers. One, you were worried about yourself and your pocket. Or two, you're working for the other side. There's only two answers to this. I mean, if you guys have a third one, I'd be more than happy to hear it. But that's the way it is. That is truth. That's naked. That's fact. So if anybody wants to complain, I mean, there's people, look, this person support. I really don't care. I don't need people to support me. <laughs> I can stand on my own. I don't need anyone to validate me. I can stand on my own. I don't need anything like this. I can stand on my own. And that's what every single one of you can do is stand on your own. I mean, look at us. We have over a hundred rooms. Every single state has its own room. And we're sitting there and organizing on how we can take that pen and paper, use the laws that are still available to us on paper, right? To actually take back our nation. And 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 that's it. I mean, and I'm not and I didn't even make those rooms. You did. You the people did it. I'm a guest on those, right? You the people did it. No one needs any validation. Nobody does. And you know what sucks is that, you know, when they say these things, it's like, are you reading what you're saying? Because you're pretty much going against what your principles should be. I love you. I like you. You're good. But you fucked up. And here I am calling you to the carpet. And you know, it's actually the biggest sin. Did you know that? Mm. I found a great video for that. So I thought before we get into what is fact, um, I wanted us to kind of um, take a, a trip into repentance. So you see, there is the sense that somehow or other at some time, there was a fall. Something went wrong. The human being comes to reflect upon himself and begins to see that there's something wrong. Now there isn't, but it's right that he should feel that something is wrong because it is through this that his capacity for self-knowledge and self-consciousness develops. But then you see where it gets to the point of this terrible feeling. I can't trust my instincts anymore. I've got to decide. I have, as it were, taken over the prerogatives of God. That's a terrible thing to do, because you can't be genuine anymore. 
know that when you love somebody, you also want to get as much out of them as you can. You know that when you act as a responsible citizen, you do so, so as to have a good image in your own view of yourself. It's your ego kick. Only you dress up so that it's not an ego kick at all, perfectly sincere public service and uh, charity and good feelings towards everybody. So then there begins this awful thing, repentance. Behold, I was shapen in sin. And in sin hath my mother conceived. So, somehow there comes up the state of mind when you appear to yourself as rotten. That everything is corrupt. And that just everything is falling apart. And they begin to get the feeling that life is a disease. We originally had here a nice clean planet with nothing but rocks, fire. And it was sterile and nice. And all this dreadful goo developed. And the best thing for it is to wipe it up. Life is a terrible mistake. Behold, I was shapen in sin, and in sin hath my mother conceived. And a lot of people feel that, and therefore they want to get away from their bodies to a purely geological electronic state, which is called spirituality. You know what most people think of as spirituality? Something totally abstract, something mathematical, something electronic, something that has no, no kind of pus or blood or goo, especially no flesh in it. That's the spiritual state. So that expresses the feeling of these people, fundamentally, who are at variance with their essential life.
So as we know, one of my favorite stories is the story of uh, the prodigal son. And Luke um, reminds us how big of a sin it is to reject someone that is trying to redeem themselves. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, how they say you have to forgive, right? All these things. And forgiveness is very hard. I'm struggling with it myself. I'm struggling with it a lot for many things. Um, but forgiving thyself uh, is done through actions. And, you know, to redeem yourself, it's not so much to um, ask for forgiveness or make wrongs rights, but to actually use everything in your power to serve man and in your brothers and your sisters and i think that you know is what we all seek is that unconditional love and i think again i say it i my, the best lesson my father ever gave me the best well except for telling me how much a difference a drop of water can make right <laughs> when a glass is full and it only takes one drop to overfill right so no matter how small you think you are um it will overflow, right? With that one drop, it only takes one drop to change it. So redemption is releasing yourself from those things that you have witnessed or done and using every tool that you have learned throughout your life to give that for good. To It's not, you don't buy your redemption with gold and silver right? Do it by, by, by showing love. And um, that is what unconditional love is. And no matter how much it hurts sometimes, how much you just do it. You know, I, 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 my, my, my children tell me, you who have been betrayed, and, you know, they feel like they betray me too for, you know, not being whatever. But... It's okay. You can learn and you should follow to take everyone at 100%, even Satan. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the devil himself one day will show up to God and say, I'm sorry, or I have a gift for you, Dad, <laughs> something. Does he shun him? Does he say, oh, I don't want to hear you've done all these evil things? No, you squandered everything. No, he will slaughter the fattest, you know, lamb and create a feast because there is nothing more than realizing how much love gives. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people see themselves in other people. Therefore, they cannot move forward. Now, I um, I like Alan Watts. Uh, he had a very unique perspective. He actually um, created this video talking about the awakening. And I wanted to share that with you today um, before we get into the nature of truth and facts. And 
Today's show, even though we can talk about things, I mean, who loves Greg on Newsmax? He totally talked about the, the crappy, uh, you know, Grammy Awards. And guys, we definitely need to get into this school thing. I mean, you know, I, I shared on my Telegram this insane uh, censorship from the school board that I'm at. But I just saw something from Beachwood, Ohio, where they're teaching white racial critical theory to our kids. Um, I've expressed to you how my daughter was forced for English to read a book on how apologetic she should be for the color of her skin. They're literally teaching our kids racism. Um, and I know that I'll be getting together um, with people that you know and love as well. And um, we'll, we'll find a way to get that heard too. <sighs> because every great dictator knows that the way to create um, an army that you seek, a slave population you want, workers that you need, you got to start with the kids. So I thought it would be great for you to listen to this clip. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool. I mean, I don't agree with everything. But you know what? It's not bad. Here we go. The organization of human life, its systems of communication and systems of control are extended more and more and more in just the same way, for example, that by assimilating the minerals out of the soil and the rays out of the sunlight, a plant like a fern grows and grows and grows and extends its form. And in this way, its organization prevails. Now then, you see, if you take this task of what we call the conquest of nature, the task of making order victorious over chaos or randomness, if you take this seriously, you will look upon it as warfare. And you will firmly believe that the most urgent thing that there possibly can be is to make order prevail over randomness, to make good prevail over evil, to make life prevail over death. And we find that when we are in a contest of this kind, a serious warfare game of this kind, and we take it seriously, we are involved in it in a very deep and bitter sense. Now the difference of Buddhism from science as a form of knowledge is that in Buddhism it would be said that this view of things, this view of the task of life as making order triumph over disorder, leaves something out. You remember right at the beginning I made some importance of a Sanskrit word which is fundamental in Buddhism, avidya. Avidya. Which meant, a means non, vidya, knowing. Non-knowing or ignorance, or better, ignorance. Ignorance, in other words, leaving something out of account. And 
Now, before we continue, I just want to talk about that ignorance part. So, like I said, a lot of people were butt hurt with, you know, my scorched earth yesterday, but it was a week of sunshine, just like Grassley said it would be. And a lot of them did communicate with me, and I only engaged with people that were actually um, important to me. And, you know, one person was really upset. And I was like, I don't see why you're upset. It's the truth. And the person blatantly said, the reason I didn't cover it is because I don't trust you as far as I can't throw, as, I, as far as I can throw you. And judging by my weight, it's not that far. And, um, uh, you know, uh, I didn't even see anything you put out. I don't report your news. I don't this, I don't that, because I don't know what your deal. Well, my deal is, is that, yeah, I did work with them. And that's right. Because you're like, you never know if I'm still working for them. And it's like, yeah, but I'm not. That's the point. Um, it's called redemption. And so this person, you know, is supposed to be someone that provides the world the news. So the question is, okay, you don't like, you don't trust, but fact is fact. So it, omitting information, keeping yourself or others in the unknowing is doing a disservice to your job to what you claim you are. Therefore, you're angry because you know that I'm right. And there was no hate intended. It is fact. And what I get frustrated with is with so many people leaving me so many messages saying, oh my gosh, we don't know what's going on. And I said, well, it's the media's fault. And that includes all media, all media. I gave everybody the information. I didn't care, right? I didn't care. I don't. Oh, I have to be first or it's got to be mine. It's like, dude, fact is fact. It's like someone claiming two plus two is four. Stop. Nobody cares. It's all about the people knowing where they are. How are they going to stand tall? How are they going to know if they can feed their families? How are they going to know what comes tomorrow if they don't know where they're standing? Because everyone, everyone is lost because everybody is thinking of themselves. Again, for those that are butt hurt, you had a choice. You had a choice, okay? One, you didn't report it because of money. And that could be, you know, you're worried that people are going to actually go to good content and not follow you. That's your problem, not the content. <laughs> and or you would get fired, or you wouldn't get advertisers, or, 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 or you were working for the other side. So it's either about self-preservation or working for the other side. I don't see a third choice. I don't care if you had the president sitting with you, right? Which I highly doubt, but whatever. That doesn't mean anything. Um, one person, you know, I have a lot of pictures with a lot of people. I have conversations with a lot of people. I don't tell everybody about those conversations. I don't have to, but you know what they didn't like being called out, like how they're not talking about Freddie, you know, how they're not talking about this injustice. Why? Because I covered it and we can't trust her. And if I align with what she's saying, then people are going to know that she's saying the truth and we can't have that happen now. Can we? Redemption. That's using all the tools you have. All those things that you learned while being a drug dealer, right? <laughs> Carjacker, right? 
or working for the swamp and turning it into good. What was intended for evil to be turned into good? I mean, look, Mark Zuckerberg and I had the same education. Well, not the college part, but the kitty part. Yes, for sure. We went to the same schools as children. And there's a lot more out there that went to the same schools as children with me. And you know where they're at? They're either in Congress or at, at the heads of corporations that are really running this, this planet. <laughs> For me, I was a polyglot. I was, I was actually better than them. Way better. I didn't have to be managed like they are, right? I did things that I can't even repeat. And I think people forget what I used to do. I've been plain, simple, and transparent about it. I don't agree with it. But for me, in my mind, I say, well, if I hadn't done it, then I wouldn't have the weapons to defeat it now. And if I hadn't stayed on path, I wouldn't have been able to come out and say it. Oh, but you said you could still be working. Yeah. You know, redemption comes with sacrifice, right? And some will be like, oh, do you slaughter, uh, slaughter something like a chicken to Moloch? Do you buy your freedom? No. No, you sacrifice what? Pleasures. I sacrifice pleasures. That's, uh, I sacrifice steady income, the ability to go wherever I want, whenever I want, Right. The ability to walk in. How many people can say, hey, you know, I would fly in and I would just go to the White House with my kid and I would have my kid hanging out in the hallway because I couldn't tell anyone where I was going. So I was like, I'm going to the supermarket. I'd fly out a couple, just a couple states over and my kid would be hanging out in the White House. I know all the hallways, all the undergrounds, right? I mean, I'm just hypothetically, of course, speaking, right? I had all the doors open and I sacrificed all that. Why? Because <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. It, it really means nothing. I sacrificed my financial stability. I sacrificed my privacy because I was forced to come out into the light because they got really aggressive with me because they, they knew my MO. They knew what I did. All of these people talking smack. How many of you went back to school in order to garner knowledge? To be able to use it for now. Why do you think I went to med school at 30? Come on. Why did I work under the biggest people in regards to virology and cloning humans? Shit. Why did I go and work for Edelman, which is a PR firm? Oh, because they had just taken over the African PR market. What have you done? You sit there and criticize me? That was my sacrifice. But... When you do things for good, oh man, you better believe it. He keeps you afloat. No matter how, how bad you may have been. Because damn, I made it clear what happened in Ukraine. That was all me. Well, majority. So it's, it's plain and simple. I, what else did I sacrifice? Being able to travel outside my country. If my mother passes away, I can't go see her. Nobody asked about that. So before any one of you decide to say, there are very few whistleblowers. I mean, look at Patrick Berge. He lost his house. He was homeless, right? For not giving clearance to someone. Oh, and by the way, one of the people that got butt hurt that contacted me about, I don't trust your information. It's like, yeah, you didn't even trust Patrick Berge's either because he came to you two years ago and he never heard from you again. Stop. 
Stop with trying to pacify and excuse yourself for letting your audience down. Higher than, mightier than thou. I didn't tell anyone my thoughts when they're asking me. You just better stop talking about me. Why? Tell them. Tell them that you don't trust me. Tell them that you believe that I'm working for the other side. Tell them. Because for three years, my work has proven different. Tell them how you didn't even trust Bergie. Forget me. I mean, I'm a Brennan Lackey, right? Forget me. I'm an Obama Lackey, right? Forget me. What about him? A veteran that sued them, that filed complaints. What about that? Explain that one. So to wake up, it doesn't just take for you to know, right? Knowledge is key. It takes you the ability to discern. So this is why I say you have to hold people accountable. You have to ask them. You have to ask them. Why didn't you report this? Because I don't trust anything. But did you see it? Nope, didn't see it. So then how could you judge it? Because I don't trust the people. Okay. So you don't look at fact because you don't trust. Then I have these bunch of other idiots sending me pictures and stuff. And it's like, oh my God. That's what you've reduced yourself to? Other people's coattails? Where are your feet? Where do they stand? And you know, they turn around, oh, maybe your job is to divide us. Dude, if it was about division, I wouldn't have 100 rooms full of people that were created by the people so that they take back their nation. Stop. What you're doing is called self-preservation and it's not serving the people. It's just to serve you. And to all those reporters that got butt hurt, I don't report anything you do. You will, though. Because General Flynn, what he's about to endure is something that we talked about in the summer. So we already have all the tools to help him. So guess what? You're going to report on that shit anyway, aren't you? So yes, you're going to report our shit. Period. So I wanted to put that out because there needs to be transparency in the media. We need to understand what the media is. And, you know, I had one guy say, oh, yesterday you had an ad on your podcast. Yeah. As long as people are paid, companies are paid, it's very difficult for them to remove me. Very difficult. I don't even manage. I won't even be managing the ads. They're just roll things on my podcast. They get paid. I'm happy because then they won't let me go because my shows are top 50 globally. But yet, you know, <laughs> I'm not the news, <laughs> am I? So as long as I can maintain it, that's great. I did, though, do a recorded ad for better health, and I agree with it. I totally love it. You don't need your health insurance. You don't need to go in and get COVID tested because there's a lot of people right now struggling with depression, anxiety, with all this shit happening. Why not? When they came to me, which is a brick and mortar, it's not like silver, gold, VPNs, and all the usual vitamin stuff. This is brick and mortar. They came to me. I didn't go to them. They came to me. I was like, of course, I'm, I'm game. Can they get something? Yeah, they'll get 10% off. Online, talking to your own, you know, licensed counselor, why not? Like, who wouldn't promote that? But anyway, 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 you know, whatever. I don't mind people getting paid for their time. Don't get me wrong. I believe that they're putting in time and effort and they should be paid. But but when you're paying for something that is not doing you justice, when it's complete fake news, when it's misdirection, 
right? Where it's sit back. We got all of this. Okay. Let's pretend we do have all of this. Let's pretend that it's all solved, right? And let's pretend I knew that it was all solved. Do you think that I wouldn't be telling you to get busy? Of course not. Because if you don't taste the victory, if you don't have a hand in fixing this, guess what? History is going to repeat itself because we're going to get that dad bod and we're not going to be looking after our nation anymore. See, that's the point. So while others are pushing hopium, others are riding on other people's coattails and trying to deliver you news, I've been consistent and that's what matters to my listeners. And if they don't like me, they just don't listen. That's it. And I try my best to make it as free as possible. So I thought I would address that because, you know, I'm tired of having to walk on eggshells. All of you suck. Every single one of you suck. Every single one of you. Because you have betrayed the people completely. None of you talked about Freddie. <laughs> A guy who's in jail, right? Because an anonymous tipster said, oh, I saw him. And then somebody else said, well, I was friends with him on Facebook and he bragged about it. So he's in jail. But guess what? Another two people went to jail today with the same freaking MO. Some tipster and a Facebook friend. It's like the FBI is using the same playbook to just round people up and throw them in jail and not give them bail. But, you know, the woman that supposedly stole Pelosi's laptop and was calling Russians to sell it, she's out on bail. But Freddie's not. The guy that sat on the desk with his feet already sat on the desk with his feet, but why not give him bail? Hmm? Who knows? Maybe he said the wrong thing. Maybe he did the wrong thing. Nobody knows. I know Freddie's case. And I am so grateful that you guys were okay with me from what you gave me for the car and the lawsuits to donate $1,000. You know, every dollar matters. That family is wrecked. They're going to need way more. I mean, they've increased it to like 120. They're gonna, this is Washington, D.C., man. This guy worked on President Trump's campaign. He was also appointed by President Trump. You have no idea what they do to you when you're in jail, <laughs> especially under federal custody for bullshit where they have nothing. So the question is, why isn't, why aren't they using their big platforms, right, if they're so big, to do good? And bring attention to these atrocities. Because that's a political prisoner right there. And if you think they're going to stop there, oh man, you got to be kidding. You got to be kidding. So how does one awaken is with the knowing you need to know. You need to know. Like some person was like, oh, so-and-so. I was like, I don't think so-and-so or any of these people realize that their billboards are owned by fucking Disney. Right? I found that out after the fact and I was like, damn. And I put general Flynn's face on it, you know, years and years and years and years and years and years and years ago, years ago, just saying. And I don't bring people to interview unless I want you to learn something because it'll be interesting for you to learn. I mean, that's what, you know, News commentary is we're educating ourselves and learning things. That's what we need to be doing. So for any shill out there, like the, you know, the juicy maker, juicy smoothie guy, Jordan Sather, like, who is he? Who's Julian's rum? Who are these people? Why are they qualified? And you know what they fear the most? 
and why they don't even come head to head with me or even try to extend an olive branch because they know I already know their shit. They already know who the fuck I am and that's their problem. But I'm not that, you know, terrifying. I think I'm, I'm kind of easy. I know a lot about a lot of people, but it's okay because you're human and we do things like that. I'm just saying. So um, let's continue this awakening um, explanation before we get into facts and before I have a co-host so we can talk about stuff. I want to use a familiar illustration to show in what way we ignore. You see here a figure which is apparently, as you look at it, two faces in profile about to kiss each other. Now, if we draw back a little from those two faces, we can see on the white area in between them the form of a cup. But the interesting thing about this is that as you look at it, you will either be able to see the form of the cup or the form of the two faces in profile as it were about to kiss each other. You can alternate them be between them very rapidly, but you will not be able to see them both that way at the same time. In other words, either the white must be the background and the black the figure on the ground, or else the black must be the background and the white cup showing up on it. And so in this way, we are unable to see, really, we can think it, after a while we can get accustomed to the idea that the figure and the ground, the black and the white, are mutually necessary to each other. In that figure that I showed you, you could say both the cup with the stem and the two faces are there, but our ideas about them, our concepts, are mutually exclusive and we cannot see them both at the same time. And in the same way, in this figure that I drew, uh, we either see the sawn-off stumps or the bear claws. It's difficult to see this figure both ways at the same time. And so, also, just as we see one and not the other, so we identify ourselves. After all, when you're looking at the white figure in that illustration, which is the cup, you, as it were, identify with the cup. When you look at the two faces, you identify with the profile. So in the same way, when we experience the world around us, we identify with the subject, the knower. We don't identify with what we see. But as a matter of fact, if there is nothing seen, there is no experience of a seer. If there is no seer, there is no experience of anything seen. They both go together in the same way as the black and the white. And this idea that the yes and the no, the black and the white, the inside of a class, say we draw a square as representing fundamentally the idea of class. I can't have a square which doesn't have both inside and outside. They go together. And in Buddhism, this going together is called shunya. Although this is often translated void, it means 
that the inside of the square cannot exist, is void, without the outside, the subject without the object, the black without the white. And this, of course, is represented in this fundamental Chinese figure of the yang or the positive principle and the yin or the negative principle, like two fishes, constantly circulating, going round and round and round and round in the alternations of life. Now, the question is, are these two fishes involved in a fight? Is the white one eating up the black one and the black one trying to eat up the white one? If that is the situation, then of course life is fundamentally nothing but a grim contest. If this one up here is the good fellow and this one is the bad fellow, if this is order and this is chaos, then a fight goes on between them. And that's largely the way in which our technology has interpreted man's situation as against nature. This is man, the white, the good fellow. This is nature, the dark, the bad fellow. And the white one has got to eat him up. But what happens if the white fish succeeds in eating up the dark fish? The white fish disappears as well as the dark one. Because the white one is only there in relation to the dark. So then, if these two fishes, as it were, wake up, if this one wakes up and this one wakes up, which is called awakening in Buddhism, they realize they're one. In other words, they go together. They're inseparable from each other. And this realization is that experience, which is called in Zen, Satori, or in Buddhism, Bodhi, awakening. This sudden dawning on our consciousness that life is not really a contest to make yes triumph over no, to make the positive triumph over the negative. The two sides go together. And then one sees in this strange way that underlying all that is negative in the world, all that is in a way painful and evil, there is a kind of necessity to it. It goes with the good. It is necessary for the good. Disorder is necessary for the manifestation of order, just as you must have, say, a black background to show up a light figure. And then when one sees that, a profound transformation takes place in one's attitude to the world. That is to say, instead of looking upon life as a contest, it becomes a dance, it becomes a game. One doesn't withdraw from it, one doesn't stop living, but one goes into the game so that these revolving fishes are no longer trying to eat each other, but they're just going around dancing, having the biggest fun in the world. So then, must we have fixed in our minds the idea that all the forms and patterns of nature are simply methods of attack or defense, that they're devices for camouflage, that they're simply lures for sexual attraction or other utilitarian purposes? Or can we see in them a dance, a joyous cosmology? So that explains um, duality that we've been talking about and how duality is important. But the only time that you call out the dark is when there's an advantage to the dark. And, and then there's an imbalance. As I've always said, there's always duplicity. As I've always said, you know, Pandora um, was, uh, yes, 
She provided pain and suffering, but she gave the world hope. And that brought balance to all of that so that they can see what good is. You cannot see good without evil. And you cannot have evil without good. Um, there needs to be a balance. And once that is realized, you know, there's the original sin right there. Hi. Now let's talk about truth. The nature of truth. My name is Josh Rasmussen. I'm an associate professor of philosophy at Azusa Pacific University. And today, I want to talk about the nature of truth. Truth is a treasure everyone wants more of. Scientists build careers searching for it. Students spend fortunes collecting it. All businesses and all universities devote massive resources to get it. Entire religions arise around the pursuit and defense of it. Even now, you are curious to gain more of it from this video. But why? Wait, so I don't know what this university is, but I'm just going to say Einstein is not true. Einstein was wrong. The establishment chose to promote Einstein's theory. Light does not travel. Why prefer truth over falsehood? Why is truth worth pursuing at all? Understanding more about truth, you can better understand why truth is a treasure and how to get more of it. There are different theories of truth on the market. And to help you investigate which of these theories may be true, I will discuss some of the major theories and their challenges. I'll begin with the correspondence theory. This theory claims that for something to be true, it must correspond with, that is, match or accurately describe something real. For example, if I place a real cat on my mat, then the statement, a cat is on my mat, becomes true. This theory makes sense of our scientific practices, where we observe aspects of the real world in an effort to gain more truths about the world. On this theory, truth is a treasure because the more truth you have, the more often your expectations match actual reality. Pretty intuitive, right? Here's a challenge to consider. When you see a cat, you experience it from a unique vantage point after your brain processes external stimuli. In other words, you experience the cat from your perspective. But then how can you see the cat as it truly is outside your perspective? It's not like you can get outside your head to look at the cat. This problem is related to a more basic question about the nature of correspondence. How can truths inside your head correspond to things outside your head? How does that work? Some philosophers worry that by analyzing truth as correspondence, you exchange the mystery of truth for a greater mystery. Let's consider an alternative approach. A number of theories treat truth as dependent on elements of one's perspective. These theories include, for example, versions of coherentism and pragmatism. To illustrate, your belief that the cat is on the mat will count as true if it is coherent, if you are a coherentist, or useful if you are a pragmatist. On these theories, truth is a treasure because the more truth you have, the more desirable your thinking is. It is either more rational or more useful. These theories also solve the correspondence theory's problem of getting outside your perspective, since all your truth is ultimately based on features accessed within your perspective, such as your aims or the coherence of your beliefs. An important challenge, however, is that some truths seem to lie beyond everyone's current perspective. For example, 
Either it is now true that there is an even number of cats, or it is now true that there is an odd number. But presumably, no current perspective includes awareness of the precise number of cats. No one has counted the cats, hence the truth of the number of cats does not depend on any current perspective. Rather, it depends on the number of cats, whether or not anyone knows that number. We've just learned that some theories of truth claim that for something to be true, it must correspond with something real, while other theories claim that truth is dependent on elements within one's perspective. Another strategy is to remove truth. Here are two theories to illustrate removal. First, deflationism says that you can translate all sentences that use the term true into sentences that do not. For example, the sentence, it is true that the cat is on the mat, just means that the cat is on the mat. Here the term true is removed. A more extreme idea is nihilism, which says that nothing is true. According to nihilism, translating alleged truths is not necessary or even possible because there are no truths. Theories that remove truth all have a certain advantage. They decrease the mystery of truth. A potential disadvantage, however, is that they increase the mystery of why we treasure truth. Why seek truth if it doesn't help you align your beliefs with reality, per the correspondence theory, or improve the quality of your thinking, per perspective-based theories? It may seem that you cannot reduce the mystery of truth without also reducing its value. In closing, I will suggest a scientific method for further investigating the truth about truth. Start with observations of clear truths, like that you exist, that 1 plus 1 equals 2, and so on. Then, find a theory of truth that best accounts for all these clear cases. The simplest theory of truth that counts for all the cases has the best chance of being true. Thanks for watching. To subscribe to Wireless Philosophy on YouTube, click here. All right, so basically they're telling us that you can decide what truth is. <laughs> you see, this is why we have a problem with the left. But the thing is, we should just remember what a fact is. Let's just talk about what facts are because we need to talk about facts because a lot of these people that are butthurt, um, you know, that were called out are talking about facts and, and truths and they bring the news. Well, fact isn't attached to a person or a thing. It's attached to its truthness. So let's watch this one. I'm saying is a fact, of course, that depends on what a fact this is. Apple. Here we go. What you know is that this apple right here is red. But what if I were to say this apple's blue? Not blue, but blue. That'd be wrong, wouldn't it? Why isn't the apple blue? Because we were taught that red is red. Recently, my history teacher started telling us that in order for something to be a fact, we had to prove it with evidence. But where's the evidence behind that statement? The evidence is that we were taught that in order for something to be a fact, it had to be true. Almost everything we say or do has been done before, and we're taught to repeat it. Words, numbers, phrases, actions, even our own thoughts are repeated. One plus one, obviously that equals two. What if one plus one were to equal four or five? Well, that'd be wrong, because long ago, an old man decided that one plus one equals two. He said one rock and one rock together is two rocks. When a new idea is formed and the creator of that idea is able to convince the majority of the people that that idea is fact, it becomes a fact. If I were to say one plus one equals four or five, 
and my teacher told me I was wrong, I'm not necessarily wrong. I'm wrong to the math that we've been taught to believe, but I'm not necessarily wrong if I want to believe that 1 plus 1 equals 4, because every idea started somewhere. If I said a dog should be called a floof, it wouldn't be. But if I said a dog should be called a floof and was able to convince enough people to teach their children that, that generation would grow up believing a dog was a floof, and for that generation, that would be a fact. When a person thinks that there can be no other answer to their question, they believe that the answer is a fact. I'm not trying to start a revolution or have you go to school and telling your teacher that orange is purple and purple is orange. I'm just saying your thoughts are your thoughts. You don't need to prove your ideas because that proof would just be another idea. So in his, you know, liberal mentality of telling us about groupthink, he's right, though. Remember when we talked about numbers and how they said, well, we don't know. We just know that the numbers are as they are. And that's the way they are because they are and they make sense. And we don't know why they make sense. And we try to change it, but we can't because it has to be true because they all work out. Again, history is being changed. They're constantly repeating something until it's true. So. Let's talk about something that is true before we go to a break. Let's go to something that we know is true. In the United States of America, the president of the United States is the president that is is the leader that is acknowledged by the people, right? The people are the ones that decide who represents them. Kind of like when you're in a group of friends and you're all out camping, you all agree right? Without a vote, sometimes you just look up to someone to be your leader. And therefore, it is true that Joe is now our leader, right? Um, because who said so? The media said so. But did you say so? Because this is it. They stole the elections. We know it. They did it unapologetically. We know it. We have their playbook. <laughs> Nobody wanted to report on that because we can't trust you guys. Um, Millie's like Infowars. You work for Brennan and Bergie. Well, I don't know. He just calls everyone out. So we don't trust you. But the fact is a fact. There was a plan. That doesn't change it, does it? In their mind, it does. Therefore, they're not about the truth. So the thing is, what is true? True is something that is irrefutable. Truth is something that you cannot contest. It's right there in front of you. So when I hear someone saying, I didn't look at it, makes you no different than the liberals that are starting to scream and they're trying to convince you that masks work, even though I can smoke my cigarette and blow the smoke right through it. But, you know, a viral particle, right, a, a virus, which is a million times smaller than a sm smoke particle, um, you know, is going to be safe. See, that's it. That's it. You see? So they stole the elections and they're just like, what are you going to do about it? And you're just like, well, if everyone's saying it, that's true. That's called groupthink. Total groupthink. All of the groupthink. Majority groupthink. And so it's pretty insane how people are okay with that. No, you're not okay with it? Then that's it. Who's your president? You have picked who your president is. Right? You voted. But your vote wasn't counted. They stole it. So in essence, who decides who's president? The people do. So I'll see you guys right after this short break. Found too fast to 
prepare for these Tripping in the world could be dangerous Everybody's circling as vulturist Negative, nepotist Everybody's waiting for the fallen man Everybody's praying for the end of times Everybody hoping they could be the one I was born to run, I was born for this Whip, whip, run me like a racehorse Pull me like a ripcord Break me down, build me up I wanna be the slip, slip Word upon your lip, lip Letter that you rip, rip Break me down, build me up Whatever it takes Cause I love it, turn a land in my face I do whatever it takes Cause I love how it feels when I break the chains Whatever it takes Yeah, I'm sick of the time I'm ready for whatever it takes Cause I love it, turn a land in my face I do what it takes I feel the typical And I'm about to all right, welcome back everyone to the Tori Says Show. So in this, you know, hour, I have someone joining me. I just wanted to say, I know all of you are excited about niobium. Um, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, don't you wish someone had told you about Yahoo when they weren't in profit or AT&T? I mean, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a stock. Yeah, I mean, I did get my Series 7 and 63 and four, 24 and six and three. But um, this is all just common sense. It's complete common sense. So um, so I'm excited. I mean, this is just for the long haul. So you just wait for it until they start um, to uh, come out onto the scene. Now, before my guest says hi, I want to play a clip for you um, that my guest posted. And... Um, uh, Wait, hold on. Let me make this bigger so that way I can share it with you guys. Um, here we go. So I want you guys to listen to him. Here he is talking with um, Jack Posobiec. Uh, before I do that, his tweet says, I met Jack Posobiec and asked him if he'd seen Shadowgate. He had. I asked him why OAN didn't cover the arrest of journalist Millie Weaver. I told him I was scheduled to testify with James O'Keefe. Tor pulled me away. I heard Cerno killed my testimony scheduled January 4th. Why? So maybe we can have a conversation about that. Here we go. Take a listen. Yeah, Bergen. Oh, good to see you. Guys. You ever, you remember seeing Shadowgate? Uh, yeah, I'm Shadow the guy from Shadowgate. Yes, of course. Yeah, I think it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to get a hold of you like forever to talk to you. Oh, man. I mean, like a couple of years back. Sometimes it's hard. I get so many every day. I'm getting constant. What do you think about all that? Well, you know, I think there's got to be some shady stuff for us. I mean, I wait, why, why doesn't OAN cover that? I mean, a, a journalist was arrested. I've actually been, I'm on the list to testify on uh, the 5th with um, uh, uh, James O'Keefe. But yet, where? Uh, it's uh, during the, the social media uh, where? thing. Uh, it's uh, uh, at Congress. Congress. Okay, great. Well, we're going to cover that. You know, if you guys would reach we're, out to me. We're already planning to cover oh, that. Sure. We'll be there. But I mean, if you yeah. guys could actually reach out and talk about that, that'd be awesome. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Hey, good to, good to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, so Patrick, you're live. You can unmute yourself. Um, Hi, you, Tor, Tor, Tor. Yeah, I was the one that pulled you away from that, didn't I? Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Everybody can hear you. Oh, no. Now I'm going to be in trouble. 
<laughs> so I I thought it would be interesting if we both kind of just, you know, how was it like talking to him? Uh, you know, I, I, I spoke to him too, and he was just really upset that they weren't letting him somewhere. But, um, you know, uh, maybe I, I'd love you to talk to the Tory Says audience, which is your audience too, of course, um, you know, and kind of, uh, you know, tell them what happened. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I, the fact I, that I pulled you away. Yeah, right. But you, I think you can see that, you know, I was, uh, you know, uh, professional, respectful. I actually, what you don't see is like just before that clip, uh, I uh, <laughs> looked over to Gavin and I'm like, God is permission because I promised to behave myself. I was, uh, I was a guest of you guys. Uh, and, um, you know, so I'm like, hey, uh, Gavin, do you mind if I uh, go say hi to, uh, uh, Jack Posobiec and ask him if he's seen Shadowgate. And Gavin's like, okay. <laughs> so I actually, I tried to be professional. I tried to be behaved. But, uh, you know, it's a legitimate question. Why wouldn't, uh, why doesn't anybody, uh, you know, I get it. I'm an asshole, right? Can I, can I say that on your show tour? Yeah, uh, but, uh, no, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, <laughs> iTunes always puts the little E thing because I drop it sometimes. I get mm -hmm. so frustrated and I think it's because I have to hold my tongue. So instead, mm -hmm. explicits uh, kind of helped, you know, merge that well, middle part of I want to well, say something, but I'm not. We'll keep my expletives uh, to that extent. I think that's legal, actually, even by the FCC standards. But well, no, wait, you know, uh, I get it. Wait, are we talking FCC standards? Did you not yeah. see <laughs> smacking her with JJ and getting humped by another chick? I mean, oh. I think those standards are kind of out the window. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of old fashioned with that. Right. But OK. Um, uh, you know, I you, you can uh, you can. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm not the most politically correct person. I'm a, and I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm a whistleblower. I'm not like a podcaster. I'm not doing stuff like this. You do this really well. It's very natural to you. Um, probably helps you, uh, deal with some of the BS as a whistleblower yourself. Um, deal with I've been writing and you know putting I'm going on my second book right now right and, and, and that's helpful I probably write 600 pages of my first book and ended up with 180 of them right because I just deleted everything out but it helps you work through things and Tori says show helps her as a whistleblower work through things in her own unique way but uh, you know so I get it if you don't like how I've done something or, you know, uh, uh, can't look at the fact that I've given uh, nearly eight years of my life overseas with the Department of Defense that I spent nearly two years in Iraq and Afghanistan, literally fighting what I'm trying to warn people about right now. A taxpayer, you know, the taxpayers were paying for it too. You know, then, then I don't understand, you know, then I don't understand why it why, as a journalist, when one of your colleagues, Millie Weaver, got arrested, right? Why, you know, now she's arrested on BS charges uh, that were later thrown out as baseless. If 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 uh, if she hadn't yelled, 
you know, release the release, you know, Shadowgate to the world uh, when she did. Uh, and I believe it was going to you and you're the one that pulled that trigger. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. No, no, no. She did. She did. When I called, her brother hadn't been arrested yet. No. And because they were calling me, I was live on air. And mm -hmm. um, I was on the phone with Chuck, Gavin. Yeah. And I was on the phone with Chuck, who had Millie's phone too, mm -hmm. uh, or something like that. And, you know, for, for them, it was more, you know, the kids, right? Um, mm -hmm. But he said, Millie said, drop the video, drop the video. And I like, what? Yeah, and that's yeah. when I tried to get you and you know we got to alex jones hopefully that he would help us maybe give us a lawyer you know mm. that his person he totally dropped her <laughs> Jesus. damn i was like look and the thing is i was just like holy crap i was so grateful uh you know that ezra contacted and he's like can we run a gofundme for her because she was screwed like there was no way I could run it because I was still in litigation with the attorney general. So I'm fearful of running any crowdfunding. Do you know what I mean? It terrifies yeah. the shit out of me when people come to me and they say things like, hey, we're doing a nonprofit. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's mm. how they always get someone, right? When they're trying to do something good, they'll find something mm. to screw you over. And for me, I wasn't even running a nonprofit, never said I was a charity and they were getting me for charity. And mm. I was like, well, I never did that. Yeah, well, we said you are so there um so it's it, it was a really sticky situation i mean mm -hmm. i don't think people realize just how crazy it was and how their internet was all messed up that week and they were doing most of the stuff offline and you know that um it was that preview because they all know about those lacy drives and you know that's probably why our rooms well my room for sure got tossed possibly yours too because mm -hmm. you know what i noticed one of the pictures that you tweeted out patrick Mm -hmm. I had the damn stupid lacy drive right there yeah yeah you know i'm like, doing the sergeant thing right now putting my fingers in my ear tori saying i know nothing i see nothing because <laughs> <laughs> you know what they thought damn she has the dnc server that's why they were coming around i mean while everyone was right while everyone no one gets it like while everyone was supposedly helping with the election stuff they were bidding on multi-million dollar contracts and we were there on our own and we're like yo we have all this information and they were like yeah just wait here and it's like chinese spies russian spies mm. iranian italians and it's like so we're surrounded by everyone our rooms are getting tossed while everyone else is bidding on contract and pushing narratives it's like you know how are the people not seeing this yeah i caught the guy you know uh and he matched i i didn't know at the time uh when I ran into the guy, it was really weird too, right? A lot of really weird things happened when we were in DC, right? But uh, <clears throat> that guy, uh, I saw him, like, I heard a door close, and then I'm walking around from the elevator, I'm walking around, and like the distance it would have taken him to walk uh, was like the distance from my room, right? And nobody else was on the damn floor, by the way. Right. Uh, his excuse, were, were you in the, in the briefing room the next morning downstairs oh, uh, when yeah. that guy, and he was like the head of security, right? And, uh, I said, Hey, you look like the, what, wasn't that you, uh, uh, that was, uh, that I ran into in the hall, you know, uh, the night last night. And he acknowledged that he was said he was checking on an empty room exactly matches the description wait, of wait 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 patrick you're checking on an empty room 
But mm -hmm. remember, all the rooms had these stickers saying they were sanitary, right? Yeah. They're sanitizing, they're sealed with stickers on the hotel, yeah. remember? So yeah. how is he checking the empty room? Was he breaking the seal all the time or re-sanitizing it? Maybe he just had a bunch of seals in his sticker, in, in his pocket, Tori. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. I know. So uh, really, really suspicious. Um, and, uh, you know, but what do you do? And But we did speak to the guy the next day. We found out who it was. Um, he exactly matched the description uh, your daughter gave, right? Uh, or, you know, very much thin build and everything, right? And same, you know, like color clothes and everything. So um, who knows? Uh, but yeah, uh, I do he not was, have Tori was, drive. By the way, yeah, so I would toss anything else with. Me. <laughs> well, they took this decoy drive that I had in the makeup thing that was empty. And Tori, so, can can you can we clear something up here real quick while I'm on your show? Yeah, go. Do, am, am I a Q follower? I don't know. I don't what? think you follow anyone. You have I ever if, if I ever uh, expressed anything or talked anything except for as said, are you cute? <laughs> but, uh, we won't. You don't follow. You don't follow. That's right. You don't no, follow. I don't. Right? You, know, you don't follow uh, anything. It, it's like the go-to thing that people use. I mean, I have full respect for. I, you know, I rode around Florida and all over with uh, bikers for Trump, right? Uh, and bikers for forty-five with George Kalala, and there's always wherever you got the bikers for Trump at these Trump events and stuff. Even flag wavings. You're going to have Q guys out there. I've always, I've got a lot of friends. I have a lot of respect for uh, the Q community, right? Not giving them shit. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was a freaking. Uh, I'm going to uh, stop you right there before you dig, okay? Uh, yeah. I'm going to stop you right there because you call yourself the American Awakening. So we're going to stop right there. Well, I called myself the American Awakening uh, before Q called uh, himself American Awakening. And by the way, I point that out as an example that the American Awakening, well, the Awakening was the Sahawa, which our IIA team yes. uh, uh, helped uh, to uh, uh, work with, um, not completely, uh, you know, uh, unclassified support for the PAO uh, uh, in Iraq. So I'm saying, okay. I'm thinking it was one of my colleagues that probably started that up. And plus, like, levels of ah, attribution and other things. I told you to stop that. Right? Stop it. It's already on my damn well, website. Okay. You know Corey. what? You know what? You know what? I got... I I called people that we met with, you know, and some people that we have commonalities with that we don't share between us. Mm -hmm. And you know, they're all really upset with me about March 4th. I mean, I'm like, dude, that was like awesome. Did you see what happened? Like, and then, you know, <clears throat> I know you don't agree with PSYOPs. No. Well, I, I believe they exist in the, but I just, no, don't you don't believe that even, even when it is to, to, to harm the other side. Well, <clears throat> Okay. Do we need to go into my Stuxnet example right now, Tori? No, we don't. Okay. Let's move it along. Right. <laughs> the best intention can turn around, be re-engineered, and used against you to turn oh, no. 50,000 computers in, uh, to, in, in Aramico oil into uh, melted mush. Yeah. The last thing they saw on any of those computer screens was a burning American flag. And it was just re-engineered 
uh, uh, stuck. Great idea. It so was a great idea sure when I came up with that shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, created. I know. I know. But, uh, you know, it was a great idea. It was a great idea. That's how we could track things when, you know, they were using the three-quarter inch floppy drives and suddenly it became something else rather than a tracker, an activator. And, you know, that's what they do. They weaponize things all the time. You know, uh, you know, but psyops were always used like from ancient times, right? But with the internet, they're just so easily deployed. Mm -hmm. And um, yesterday, you know, I like to set fires. I mean, why not? And um, I yeah. just got fed up. You know, I'm so. Yeah. You have actually used you uh, before uh, to Millie. Like I'm like, well, it's making me look. Tori's making me look pretty good right now, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I pissed her off so many times. No, I, I even told her, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, scorched earth!" You know what I get upset with? When have you seen the news that the right wing media and uh, the the supposed alternate media is putting out? It's complete bullshit. Like the people are so lost, they have no idea. There's people telling them, "Yeah, you know, it's all sorted." Okay, and let's let's be honest, right, Patrick? Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Say, say this was an operation and everything was sorted, right? Would you tell your people that it was sorted? No, right? You would encourage them to participate so that way it doesn't repeat itself, right? You don't want to just wipe the shit off the baby's butt. You want to teach the baby how to wipe the shit off the butt. No? Uh, that's why I call you the tour because, you know, there's a lot of layers to that onion. Mm. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> pants much? I, you know, I'm wearing I'm wearing pants with a belt today. Can you believe it? I actually put a belt on so that I can feel like I got dressed up, but my hair mm. looked like I just woke up when I exited the building. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. So, uh, obviously, um, you know they're going after General Flynn again. They're going after him for emoluments, and they've handed it over to the military now. Um, did you read up on that? Do you hmm? uh, repeat that, Tori? With General Flynn, they're mm -hmm. going after him again. Well, oh, uh, you stuff. know, I I uh, I don't have him popping up on any of my alerts, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, good luck to that. Uh, you know, I don't. I well, the army I, I gave, him, I gave him full now. trust, right? Um, in fact, I I have a link that I'll share on uh, my freedom stream site later on right of the full i think it's like an hour and a half or something right of uh that uh, of that event that we were at the march for trump event and in it you know you and i talked a bit a little bit about uh we we ran into um general flynn i don't know if you remember that uh uh in the my pillow guy up there i got uh and then well, yeah you know, we ran Patrick. into him a couple of times you introduced yeah. yourself too remember yeah, well, that was I actually that was at uh, the Trump Hotel. Yeah, but uh, but um, uh, no, we we run into him there, uh, uh, and I talk and I said, "Listen, you know, uh, you know," and I was talking to my followers too, saying, "Well, you know, let's see what happens," because uh, I had just spoke with his brother, uh, was his brother Joe, uh, in that briefing that we had, like uh, I think just like a, a day or two earlier, right? No, no, Patrick. Maybe. Um, 
that was like a week or so earlier. How do you blame the surgery? So no, it was like yeah, it was a couple weeks earlier than that. A couple weeks earlier, right? So, but I I had reached out, I had spoken with Glenn. Yeah, Uh, when we ran into him at the hotel, mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, um, here's you know Pat, you know where. You know, I was like, General Flynn, this is, you know, Patrick. And then you guys like, you know, where we introduced you. Mm-hmm. That's the first time you saw him. But you had spoken with Joe Flynn back like we're talking. That was before they ushered me out quickly. That was around the middle me. of uh, November, actually. Yeah, when they when they sent me out right before mm-hmm. uh, Thanksgiving, it was um, mm-hmm. when they when they sent me back with, um, you know, protection. Yeah. So they, so, you know, uh, I was waiting and still optimistic that perhaps he, well, he most certainly knew. I know for a fact he knew. Uh, well, I know from several different, from Patrick Byrne and, and others that he knew, but, uh, uh, you know, and, and his brother knew. So if he didn't know, well, you know, how did he ever make a, a three-star general in the intelligence community, if he, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of the, DIA, the DIA uses psyops every single day, mm-hmm. and they have good ones supposedly and bad ones. So that he, he pioneered yep. some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? So I don't disrespect the man uh, by uh, assuming some sort of lack of intelligence. Um, that generally rules out uh, incompetence, right? So why um, would General Flynn uh, not have um, uh, responded to a, you know, a legit, a, a, a damn PFC? I mean, there's a, there's literally a code. Uh, I actually um, engaged with him on DM back in like March or so of 2017. He responded we had a brief talk. I even reminded him of a of when we had met uh, at the MWR facility in uh, Kandahar at CAF back in 2007, right? And uh, we hung out on a couch talking about a book. I don't remember that that was uh, on the table. I don't remember what the book was, right? But I actually uh, met General Flynn uh, there at, uh, at the uh, at, like I said, the MWR. So when he knows about my stuff. And um, chooses to provide a platform uh, for a guy named uh, Ali Akbar. Wait, that, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, so, oh. wait, hold on. You're right. Hold oh. on. I just want to say something on that. Yeah. You remember, you and me were both saying the same thing on January 5th, right? And it was all of Flynn's oh, yeah. people th- to not have Ali Akbar, right? Yeah. And it was all of Flynn's people, like Ivan and all of them. They were like, no, we need to unite. You need to not divide. We need to have that work out, right? Mm -hmm. But go ahead. I just wanted to point that out. But he was advised, okay? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, And so he chose uh, to um, uh, provide a platform uh, for uh, uh, a guy named Ali Akbar, who changed his name to Ali Alexander, launched a Christian movement uh, and is now being sought uh, for by the FBI for inciting uh, the quote unquote insurrection. So when I compare that to his response of well, what amounts to throwing a PFC under the bus, uh, a, a brother in arms, uh, you know, that's a bitter, got to be honest, Tori, that's a bitter pill for me to swallow sometimes. Really no, I, I know. And for me, you know, to have someone tell me, you know, I don't trust you because you work for them. And you said, well, I could be working for them now, too. And that's true, though. But it's like, 
can't you tell which side I'm working on? Like I sacrificed everything. So I back mean, to facts, you know, Tori, why, yeah. why, why would he make that decision? I don't have that answer, but that's a good question that everybody should ask. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the assumption that it was, um, you know, bad advice because don't forget, we all get advice. You give me advice. I choose to take it or not, of course. Right. But people always give advice. I tell you, stop calling people out all the time. It's not uh, going to be good. Yeah. But, you know? but that falls under. Then I sort of have to qualify this as being incompetence. And I can't do that yeah. with a three-star general that was in the Intel committee for over a uh, community for over a decade. He's too smart to fall for something like that. Holy crap. Akbar to Alexander running a Christian movement of, uh, you know, no, 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 no. I have too much. I'm pissed at him, but I have too much respect for his, uh, his knowledge to allow anyone to say, well, he got played. No. So, okay. Well, you what know, are the next options? Yeah, no, no, I know. But, you know, like I always tell you, like, don't call everyone out. Give them some time to redeem themselves. You Am know, I I've calling seen, him out? No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. I mean, I'm actually like, thinking I'm You know, you talked about right Dan Bongino, listen, and you were right about Dan Bongino, right? A hundred percent. I mean, he works for a media company that's completely leftist, which is in a shell and a shell and a shell. You know, I was telling people in nice ways, you know, hey, partners like totally asking for identification. Sounds like data mining. Sounds like Cambridge Analytica. Oh my sounds God. like bullshit. And then I went on Rumble because I'll never suggest without trying. And then I saw that, you know, according to the Rumbles your video gets, you get on a leaderboard, right? And then I was like, I had like hundreds of Rumbles and everybody else had two and they were on the leaderboard and I wasn't. I was like, oh, mm. I see how this goes. It's all his friends. His show is at the top, you know, and everybody else under. And it's like, we all knew. I mean, for me, it goes to the fact that if you're in, in the news, right, uh, you report information, right? You're a whistleblower. You report information. I do it through the news because I was never part of, um, you know, any open, you know, where I actually talk with people face to face and they know me. Right? Yeah, we nope. generally stay on the right? Right. Yeah. I'm like the super ghost. So it's like, you know, nobody knows who I am, but they all knew who I was. Didn't they, Patrick? When we were in DC, you guys have to watch that video because I just rewatched it last night. And again, I'll share the link on Freedom Stream here later on, with the post section. But uh, literally, we're talking about this, and I'm like, yeah, but nobody really even knows. <laughs> it's like nobody knows me at all here. And, uh, but everybody's walking up to Tori and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But actually, no, I mean, to be honest with you, um, a lot of people, uh, boy, in that crowd, right. That, that way, that in that environment, in that crowd, I actually had a lot of people that recognized me, uh, and, and because they saw Shadowgate. I wasn't talking about like, wow, the people. Awesome. Because people did see it. Right. Yeah. But I wasn't talking about the people, Patrick. I was talking about the DC people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah. You know, the people that supposedly don't know who I am and I'm a nobody, 
but yet mm. all of them knew who I was. Well, freaking everybody in DC, those DC people know who the they hell know, you are. I know because they've seen me at the White House in other times, not you know with President Trump, but you know mm. they all know. And the thing is, they all play dumb. You know, just like when I was calling out all these stupid agency clowns that were infiltrating, right? They were all like, oh, nee, nee, nee. <laughs> it's like clown, 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 clown. And then their question is, well, you just spotted out the clown. So that means you're one, too. And it's like, all right, well, <laughs> I've got nothing left for them to take. So, mm. you know, you got to pick it. Um, but, you know, that that was kind of interesting. I think, you know, uh, people don't understand that. People are like, who's that? And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter who that is. They already know because they know what I'm capable. And they know I had the passport. They, they all know it. They're all pretending like, oh, let's find the nearest rug to sweep that shit under. You know, mm. the point is, even you, they knew who you are. You know they knew. Uh, I don't know. I think no, we all agreed I'm that happy. I could have ran out onto uh, the middle of the road there, uh, butt naked, yelling, I'm Pat Berge, watch Shadowgate, and nobody would have heard. Well, you know, Patrick. Well, I think we literally discussed that at one point. Mm, I told you they that got my shit so locked down. It's not even funny. You know, you can't even, uh, uh, if you go, uh, uh, you know, you, you could, you, I can't even, I think it's been removed now, uh, from, uh, archive, but when I enlisted in the army in 05, right, I got, uh, 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 I was fired by my employer, uh, at the heart, at the heart and vascular clinic that I was a network administrator for. And uh, so I even like sued him for under the, the Soldiers and Sailors Act and won. Uh, but, you know, so there was a big article in the St. Pete Times on my enlistment at the age of 39. I was the first one uh, to complete basic training at 40. You can't find that on the Internet anymore i can't i don't think you can even i took screenshots of it uh but uh back in 2016 when i was put 15 when i was putting my book together but right after that uh it was like just disappeared so i can only post literally post screenshots of uh something like kind of significant kind of cool um and uh uh these people have eliminated they have this this incredible uh, control over uh, both digital and uh, uh, you know broadcast networks. Oh my God! Right? What do you? No, no, they do. They they own everything. Um, they they literally own everything, Patrick. Mm -hmm. And and you know what people don't seem to understand, like you said, taxpayers paid for them to deploy these weapons against us. You know, people yeah. are complaining, our money paid for the witch hunt. Our money paid for this. Our money yeah. is now paying for the army to review General Flynn's activity in Turkey if he took money from a foreign government while he was there. And it's like, stop, one second, let's talk about this, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Iron Hand in the Middle East, right? Iron Hand Security. Yeah, That's owned by uh, General Jones. Yeah. So is General Jones not taking money from the Saudis there? He's one of the large, I think at uh, one time Jones Group International was uh, one of, if not the largest uh, Saudi energy lobby in D.C., right? Yeah. I didn't know Jones. No, it isn't. I'm just saying, are, is, is that general not taking money? I mean, he's totally taking money. from. Well, you know, and that's kind of what I, you know. Uh, not he's contracting in that country because he's working at that country. 
Well, so we now know. they want to. They're trying to get that the the Russian Times news that was paying or something like that was lobbying for Turkey, and that he was lobbying for Turkey as a private company, right? As a as a you know private company because it is a private company, right? Uh-huh. Just like Iron Hand Security is a private company, Jones International is a private company, Call of Duty is a private company right mm-hmm. so i mean no one's talking about general jones taking money from china but they're gonna go after flint yeah. i mean i'm i'm so confused and it's like nobody understands uh, what is going on here these are more witch hunts you know they want to punish him for speaking up yeah and so, it's not, you know it's not a conspiracy when you can literally go to their website at clearforce.com and they tell you what they're doing you can put. They tell you the the billions of dollars that they're getting in uh, uh, from that they got from uh, from a, a UK uh, investment firm. And that same month, you can just look at that UK investment firm and see that they got like a fifteen billion dollars uh, investment from China. Yeah, right? I know. No one wants to talk about that. That's why journalists... Oh, and by the way, they're using that money to determine whether or not you get a job or don't get a job based on some freaking minority report like predictive analytics behavioral modeling. Uh, Not a problem. Nothing to see here, people. Move along. Nothing to see here. Mm -hmm. Fergie's just... Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's got a turkey neck. Don't listen to him. Right. Right. And it's like, I'm just saying, Patrick, like the yeah. stuff that I see, I want to pull my hair out. Yeah. You know, people are just personal like, attacks and yeah. uh, never answer your questions. Well, you know, in, in the ninth hour, you know, maybe Shadowgate 3 will drop and, and, and we can save General Flynn. Yeah. Um, well, but, ah, you know, we're going to have, have a chat. We got other shit. Gonna, I got to have a, this private needs to have a chat with that general. Uh, and I will show him all courtesy and respect. A private w- should show a uh, general. Uh, but uh, before he gets anything other than uh, uh, the facts that I have as I currently have them uh, presented to actually, uh, you know, cases he's um, literally uh, civil lawsuit, civil cases that he's in until I get in a, a face to face and I'll do this. Hell, we'll do it uh, uh, in a, in a skiff if he wants. Uh, and uh, until I get his answer, don't go to right. Uh, he's not getting anything, but the truth for me, which it's as it stands is not very pretty. Uh, the, the optics on that are not good. Yeah. And you know, it really sucks. I know how, how you see generals and I can tell you, you know, I sacrificed my security for him, Mm -hmm. you know, my financial security, my career, uh, because, you know, aside from, you know, he's just like every other general. I don't, I don't lie about that. Right. I know. But on the other hand, I so much want to joke right now about you and Patrick Byrne, but I promised you in the elevator, I would never joke about that again, (laughs) but it's eating me up right now. (laughs) (laughs) You've made some terrible sacrifices though. Oh my gosh. Guys, do not read into that, okay? Seriously, you do not want to read into that. So, um, okay, so, but but the one thing I did is um, I saw that he was one with morals. And even though he operates just like every other general does, right? 
He's one with morals. And that's very rare to find from admirals and generals. Um, It's actually very rare. You know that, right? They're usually just like, you know, they're the gods of everything once they retire. They do everything. So, um, Funny, uh, wasn't McCain's dad an admiral? Yep. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. That's a huge yeah. winky dink. So you have everyone talking about burn. And it- <laughs> <laughs> I'll reach through this microphone and shake you. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit taken back that, um, you know, the military has taken such a stance when people have always been, you know, pushing um, the narrative of the, of the military. And I don't think people understand the construct of the military, right? Um, and how it's its own evil machine uh, with a lot of good cogs. Um, I thought maybe you can kind of um, express that to the people so they can understand, you know, if the military ever rose up to defend the people, what would the ideal situation be, in your opinion? Um. Uh, the military is not the solution for anything. So any rise up of the military, especially in the U.S., um, uh, would be uh, a counterproductive. You know, and I say that because I worked on a project that was meant to uh, have the ability to stop a war uh before it started without firing a shot. And I still believe uh, that that particular option is available for us and that uh, any other um, solution uh, is going to end poorly. Um, So like what other solution are you? Well, certainly any military solution uh, would end up poorly. Yeah, there are, there are solu- the solution is the truth, and you know that, and I've always told you that, and you've even spoken of it and agree to it. The solution is to fight this war with the truth. Not one single freaking bullet's going to do a damn bit of good, but the truth will set us free. It will, and it's all your fault because <laughs> I'm going to be dead. No, I'm going to be dead honest. So there's me and Patrick having a conversation with other people, and I'm like, "All right, Patrick, you and me get together, and we create the biggest psyop, and we psyop the left like crazy. We psyop the deep state. You know what Patrick did? He dug his heels in. No, Tori, take off that hat. <laughs> We're well, not I, you that. actually cleaned it up. I don't think that conversation would have been even for FCC today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. Are you freaking me? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And and he was like, "Take that hat off. That's how you've been trained. That's what you've been doing." You know, um, it made sense, didn't it? I'm no, not just saying it to be a dick. I'm saying it because it's logical. And I've literally, actually, I got paid a lot of money uh, by some very important people to uh, white paper out and, and actually. Well, not operation. Well, you know, operationally on the on the the technical side of it, but to work these out, and so you people should understand that it's not just a oh, you know, he doesn't want anybody to shoot. No, uh, there's actually literally a solution that's uh, uh, dare I say proven uh, uh, that uh, that we have that doesn't involve a single damn shot or. A single lie. In fact, if you if there is a single lie involved, 
it screws the whole thing. It up. does. It does. And the thing is, um, that's, you know, that's something that I've been doing for over three and a half years is giving truth in little, in little doses because people aren't prepared to know the truth. You know, truth really hits you in the face. You end up looking like a pug, you know, like those dogs that chase parked cars. They're pugs, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you yeah. end up when you're confronted with the truth. Yeah. And so, you know, I've been trying, you know, through my articles, like I started with Andy Breitbart, right? Where he was like, he was pissed. I'll tell you with the Mitt Romney situation, he was really pissed, you know? And when, you know, I showed it to him, he was so pissed. Um, so I've been, I've been trying slowly to kind of like leak things over time, um, so that people can get done, you know, release some scripts, write some things, you know, help mm -hmm. because, you know, like you said, the truth and nothing but the truth. But could you mm -hmm. imagine if you pulled that curtain back? Yeah. Damn, people yeah. would probably have an you know aneurysms that never existed appear. No, I didn't you say you up. couldn't do it creatively and have yeah. fun in the process. If you're not having fun at what you're doing, Tori, you're in the wrong job. Well, I, I'm, I'm being honest. I mean, that was my weak point. Is it's true though? Like when I saw that there was an asset, you know, harboring the room for these mm -hmm. briefings, I freaked out. I was like, you know what? That's it. Let's do fire and fire. Patrick, you brought the Sunnis and the Shia together. Fuck it. Let's mm -hmm. bring the right and the left together. Let's sigh up the shit out of everybody, so for the common good. Because this is not. And then, yeah, like you said, it's not FCC. Like I'll totally be banned um, mm -hmm. if if we repeat what you said. Yeah. Um, because I don't think people understand how we go back and forth, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think they get we it. agree. You know, we agree on a lot of stuff. We're patriots. We're we're both whistleblowers, right? Uh, so, um, uh, I respect you for that. And I don't, you know, I don't know what the truth is any more than you do. Um, but uh, we're gonna try to figure that out. I am. Uh, I'm doing the best that I can with it without pissing Millie off too bad. I do that. But yeah, uh, I do too. You know, I think she's actually starting to go, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I see why Bergie's the way that he is. Uh, and I've actually just kind of like made uh, that uh, uh, PFC uh, plea of uh, forgiveness uh, instead of, uh, you know, permission on a few occasions. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, it was more like, you know, I would see things that are wrong and it doesn't make it right if you're still doing it. Right. And mm. I would things because I knew that if I came out and said something, let's just pretend let's just be because people are like, why don't you just go to the media or say something? I mean, <laughs> come on, let's be, let's be, you know, you're on the other side of it and you always hold me accountable. Mm. Let's pretend that I just came out and told everybody the truth in 2008 mm. or in 2007 or in mm. 2010 or, you know, 2016. Yeah. Well, where would I go, Patrick? Okay, well, with you, not. But you've seen, like, the recordings by Steve Pachenik, right? <clears throat> where he talks about how they've initiated a counter-coup back in 2016, right? That man had the power and the resources to be able to, instead of using being more malevolent than our enemy and using, you know, black operations uh, to affect this outcome to, you know, Trump didn't need anybody's help to get freaking elected. You insult me when you even suggest that, right? He, Trump, 
stop. Could, stop. Trump with one tweet, with one tweet, uh, Trump would take a hundred thousand dollars of an IIA team to 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 create, right? He didn't need that. But so these guys, they had the ability to to turn around and say, we know what the Democrats are doing and expose it using truth, right? Uh, and that would have changed everything. But instead, they chose to um, use and manipulate uh, with uh, uh, non-attributional lies and tactically and coordinatedly uh, take advantage of good patriots uh, who are, you know, predictively and behaviorally um, highly subjective to forms of IIA and IO, right? That's indisputable. And that's a beautiful thing about them. That's why I love freaking patriots, right? That's why I am one. But if you are like religious, no matter what your religion, and you are patriotic to your country, um, those are some of the two most uh, uh, exploitable characteristics um, uh, that there is in the influence operation community. And, and I just choose, I think that anybody who chooses to exploit that um, uh, non-attributionally is wrong. Right. You're wrong right off to the start. And and, you know, so. Well, OK, so I have to like confess that I uh, have non-attribution. You know what I'm saying? Um, in order to yeah. communicate. Um, and, you know, when the when the DOD and the DIA got a hold of of that, I got really pissed. Right. Uh, because it wasn't for them and it wasn't even for the people. It was for you know, other right. people that are in the shadows like me. Uh, mm-hmm. Only thing is, is that I actually came forward because there's a lot of really good people that are in the same predicament. Because when people mm-hmm. say, you should have, you know, said something, what am I, where am I going to go? Was I supposed to go to CNN and tell them? Or Whistleblowers have to come up in, with in the- their own best ideas. I, mm-hmm. like a moron, drove around the country uh, on a Harley. Um, if I could have figured out a way to have strapped like a chicken coop on the back of it to have raised more attention to my ridiculousness. Um, I would have, uh, you know, but people come up with their own ways um, as whistleblowers that have found a system that, uh, you know, like an IG system that's turned into a freaking been, been turned Shit. into a honeypot no, by the likes is. of Clinton and uh, uh, you know, Brennan and, and others. And, you know, a honeypot to weed out the good ones. And, and so, because why, uh, why have a good working whistleblower protection program when you can build predictive behavioral models based on sucking up everybody's personal and most private data and putting it together in a minority report, like predictive analytics to determine if someone's likely to steal or leak why would we on ever just want to try to fix the whistleblower system yeah yeah no they don't want to because you know i remember when when um owen did that right where they were spying it's like how someone gonna whistleblow if you already know that they're whistleblowing and then you can just get rid of them before their whistleblower complaint goes to anywhere so they can whistleblow and it's like i don't think people understand that they're like you should have just told the truth you should have it's like you know you can't 
because then you're going to just die in the darkness. That That's where they silence you and shut you up. And nobody <laughs> oh, did you see? Oh, sorry. I got to stop you. Did you see my tweet yesterday where this uh, this uh, Washington Post journalist was getting uh, crap about uh, a post she made uh, praising Cuomo back in March of 2020? And I responded to it that, uh, wow, your employer, Waypo, has the... Uh, uh, motto of uh, 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 democracy dies in darkness, um, much like <laughs> much like the elderly. Yogi too. Yogi did in, too. In Cuomo's retirement homes, <laughs> or something to that effect. Man, it's it's there. <laughs> you know, it's 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 really it's really bad because there's a lot of good people within the ranks you know people get very disheartened when they hear you know when they see things like this because it, it you know people are like don't blame the rank and file fucking do yeah. blame the rank and file it you should it should you, gonna do? Yeah. you love your damn country yeah and then they think if i say something and then they just disappear me or mm. throw me in jail or set me up for a crime right then or your there's family good, yeah or your family it that's right away yeah, they take your kids away, your home Look away. Millie, threaten her with her kid. Or they'll just tell you you were running a charity and you're like, when did I say that? Don't worry about it. We're just saying it. You know, shit like that. So they'll do whatever it takes to just maim you and put you in a box and yes. then you can't operate. Yeah. You, know, you can't operate. And that's what they do. There's tons of people out there. Now, when we say that the military, um, it would be a bad idea. I want people to understand that I'm I'm all for the rank and file. Nobody signs that dotted line. Well, mm -hmm. aside from the people that are court ordered, right? Because yeah. you're getting in a lot of trouble, son. You should join the army, you know, and suss up, you know, or mm -hmm. else you're going to jail. Um, most of them join because they have this warrior mentality that they love their country. And mm -hmm. the problem is, is that, um, you know, some of them come out with still standing by that oath and others um, look at it as, as a career, you know, on to general, on to this, you know, on to mm -hmm. first sergeant, whatever their target is, right? And so um, there is the same politics that happen at regular private company jobs. You got that same shit going on in the military. Don't, don't make, don't, don't make any mistake to say that there isn't. There's a lot of work. Oh policy. my God, worse. It's worse, actually. Fraud, um, waste, and abuse yeah, in the military and the government is not the exception. It's the freaking rule. And ask any whistleblower, and they will tell you that. Yeah, they they waste our money like crazy. I remember a contract that um I was overseeing, you know, to assist in like planning out like. When I say the military, I'm referring to like these officers that are see, that yeah. are padding their resumes for their jobs, uh, their their uh, you know two hundred and fifty thousand dollar jobs with the military industrial complex. That's why they're working out and giving them contracts and everything in the last few years before they retire, right? So yeah. the, not not the not the freaking PFCs and shit that actually get stuff done. These retired generals, these retired staff officers, and 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 you know, oh sixes and above. Hell, go back, uh, go back to the damn uh, to to my major. Uh, uh, I've got a I've got a, a an email that I have uh, uh, on Freedom Stream, right? That where literally he tells you that you know this is how it's the, how the game works. This was a freaking IIA chief. 
Yeah. On, <laughs> well, on, I, on, I, on, a, on a, a did you know a completely verifiable it a completely verifiable uh, 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 email. Well, I you know I remember one operation Serbia right, and they were ordering equipment like hard drives. And I was seeing that each hard drive was priced at a thousand dollars for like lacy drives. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Mm. Why is each drive a thousand dollars?" Yeah, we just give it a little bit of cushion, dude. That's like uh, hundreds of dollars worth of cushion on. Hundreds <laughs> of drives. And like, well, that's none of your business. And I was like, "Um, I need to make this shit my business." But it wasn't. No, on a yeah. freaking lacy, on a, on right. a $60 no, the, lacy drive. The that's the thing. The generals that were running the operation, those were their contracts, right? Mm. Those were the bids that they were putting in. My right. job was to, you know, help with other stuff. I just mm -hmm. saw that, you know, I was always thorough. I read through everything. Doesn't mean that I, but I remember saying that, like the guy gave me his lighter and mm -hmm. I was just going through the paperwork and I was like, what the, and I was like, what's he's like, don't worry about that. That's the way things work. And I was like, they're ripping Americans off. This is why if you go and work for like, you know, a private company to build a house, you're going to get $10 an hour. But if you work for the city, you're going to get 70 because then the city's billing the citizens 150 and they're making money on the side. It's like really insane. But that's, that's truth. And people hate the truth. And mm -hmm. the thing, a lot of people say, well, it's, too overwhelming for us to do anything like they're mm -hmm. in charge it's it's out of control we can't and it's like i don't think uh the people of the united states realize the power that they actually have i mean you and i have seen the power of the people when trying to implement operations mm -hmm. and how some of them are resistant to it and some and how many of them will not abide by it because it goes against what they believe or their mm -hmm. culture. Um, so I, you know, it would it would have been so great if 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 people realized the the power that they harness that they're only a few and well, they are many. They're being uh, they're being um, artificially um, uh, manipulated, and I and it's like okay, not a conspiracy theory. Every single thing I'm saying here has complete, absolute, factual evidence that I've submitted uh, as a key TAM whistleblower to the uh, D.C. federal court, right? So uh, if, you, if you call me a liar or something, please show me where this is. But these people have been putting, that I worked for for eight years, literally helping to design and build this capability, have been putting together relationships at the highest levels of, uh, of of uh, mainstream media, how that the the, uh, the uh, uh, vice president of Jones Group International, uh, while vice president of Jones Group International was a freaking uh, 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 Fox News correspondent, Sunday morning correspondent, reporter, journalist, not a talking head or something, being identified as as the vice president of the largest uh, energy lob Saudi energy lobby in D.C. No, uh, she was there. She she was uh, uh, that company essentially owned the shadow net, right? Uh, which was designed to do exactly what she would be doing there. All right, uh, for that capability. So it's it's completely. They've been putting together the the partnership with with uh, Facebook, the partnership with Twitter, um, uh, the the and you know the fact check partnership that uh, uh, General Jones did as uh, a chairman of the Atlantic Council when the Atlantic Council partnered with Facebook to freaking restore election integrity worldwide. And right? 
and and your face, go to Facebook and they literally post that online. But this is suppressing everybody, Tori. People can't wake up because of this. That's why we need to cut that very thin thread that they've been putting together for the last decade, right? And give our, because the truth on a level playing field, the truth over, over lies will win. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I mean, you know, the, the little kid programs that I went to, Mark Zuckerberg went to the same schools I did as a kid, you know, those special government John Hopkins programs, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they train people. They want to place where they want to place. And they knew exactly what they were doing with Facebook. And people are like, well, we need to get rid of Facebook monopoly. And it's like, um, the Facebook is the government. I don't think people realize that that the corporations have now become the government and the government that we see the established government by our forefathers uh you know the the legislative branch the executive branch and the judicial are now run by corporations mm-hmm. and you know one the faster people realize it the faster they know that hey this is the end of the line mm-hmm. you either acknowledge that that is fact and demand that it goes back to where it's supposed to be or or you're just fucked yeah. Uh, you know, I, as an information insurance security officer, I always found it uh, interesting that from like 2007 till 2010, um, social, uh, social media platforms, uh, YouTube and other things were, were allowed uh, on Nippernet, the government's uh, unclassed, uh, secure um, uh, uh, network, right? Um, but Facebook was not allowed uh, on Nipper. And from now, uh, from uh, 2007, 2010. Now, um, I get it. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the reason for that is. Right. Uh, but what I can say is it, isn't it interesting that, uh, you know, if, if, uh, if a classified document were ever to, um, go from, a, a end up on an unclassified computer, uh, as an information insurance security officer, uh, you would be required to destroy that hard drive in that computer, or at the very least meet uh, pretty stringent uh, protocols, depending on the severity uh, or the classification of the severity of what would be called the spillage or, you know. So um, isn't it interesting that like the one thing that was not allowed on there until 2010 uh, was Facebook and uh you know, so like uh, it kind of makes you wonder. It's like if Facebook was a classified program, right? Uh, they couldn't let it be on Nipper because wouldn't that be considered spillage? I'm just right. Uh, you can't be throwing those facts out there, Patrick. Well, no, I, that's not classified, right? That's a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's you can you can check that in army dot uh, army times right they reported mm-hmm. how and uh, you know that allowed uh, they were uh, Facebook was just allowed in like 2010 oddly enough right when I was arriving in Afghanistan uh, with the IOTF the Information Operations Task Force and in, in Kabul but uh, uh, with Leone <laughs> who ended up in Shadowgate too but uh, um, <laughs> no uh, that's just an interesting fun fact that I have no. Uh, uh, classified knowledge. Of well, I know. 
I know that a lot of people can't get information about Facebook because everybody keeps calling it the life log and it's actually called citizen score. It could be. I have no idea. I I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact because that's what was on our servers in Luxembourg, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the information being pooled was. It was called. And and by the way, you probably, if that is the case, probably wouldn't want to be discussing that right now. Why not? What are they going to (laughs) do? Tell me, what are we going to do? Maybe try. Maybe yeah. try. Yeah, well, that's... Interesting examples so that they might be able to better figure it out. Right. I actually, I actually did. that out there, 20, No, in 2018, <laughs> I put it in an article. I'm just saying. I put it in an article, and I called it that. While everyone keeps saying, no, nope, it's LifeLog, it's this, and it's like, stop. They're not mm. going to tell you what it's called. Eh. They're just not. You know, kind of like Scorecard and Hammer. Those names were changed. They're gone. Mm. They, they were upgraded programs. Mm. So I, I you, don't know. Uh, I, I never had any knowledge of any, of any of those. Yeah, no, you, because you were working with more upgraded knowledge stuff. So yeah, I'm just I saying, think so. Like, it, was, uh, yeah. it was after those. Right, I right. It, yeah, it was after those. <laughs> I know that. So it's like, I, you know, it's so insane. And I'm like, not like some super spy or nothing. I'm at best a freaking Clouseau here, right? Would you completely acknowledge that, Tori? I would completely acknowledge that you've pucked a lot of people in your life. And, you know, you. Know, There's one more I'm waiting for, though. Yeah, I don't know. Hiding out in Texas somewhere, right? But mm-hmm. um, the the thing is, is you know, I've been writing about this and saying about this, you have been actually executing this. You created the monster that they took, just like I had created a monster that they took. And so, you know, that's, that's basically it. I don't think that you're like a super spy. You were the one that was doing the work. So all the shadows can work. Well, I have the truth behind me, right, Tor? Right. So no matter how people attack you. And I remember times when Tori was like, I mean, we're freaking human beings. uh, And but like uh, those people out there, the Defangos and shit, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Akbars, right? Uh, Just go down. uh, Isaac Cappy's little map. I will agree with that you entirely. You know, but uh, they don't care. They just, they will just, and they almost freaking destroyed you at one time. I swear to God. Right? Am I lying? No, I mean, because they were hurting my children. You're, yes. You know? And they well, keep and I told you, you know, what are they going to freaking exploit? You're a mother. That's a vulnerability. And I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that's how it works. Yeah, I know how it works, and that's what sucks. You know how it's works. Yeah, but you, you hadn't been on the you hadn't been at when the, with the barrel pointing at you, Tortor. Yeah, I had, but not like that. Not like that. Had, but not like that. Like Caitlin Bennett should be in jail for what she did. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if someday she is. Oh yeah. Has she know. even made it back to Ohio yet? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. You know, it, like that's she should. Your be business. Yeah, uh, I'm that's saying, your business. I don't. I'm I saying she should that. be. She should be in jail because there should be limits, mm-hmm. right? Where people mm-hmm. say things and do things. Um, you know, and how their assets. All these people are assets. Mm-hmm. All of them. And everyone's like, no. You know, 
I, I Patrick, I, I don't know if I, I, I told you, but you know, I, I pissed a lot of people off yesterday. A lot of people that I didn't even know. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. big shocker, Tor Tor. Right. But then one person had the <laughs> I'm sitting down you now. Know, no, Patrick. So one person had the cheek. I told you about this one person to say, I didn't trust you. So I didn't even look at Shadowgate. And it's like, first of all, it wasn't my project. It was Millie's. Second of all, um, you know, the excuse was, oh, you, you said you could be working for them. I said I could be, and that's the truth, but I'm not, mm -hmm. you know? And then, you know, then you tell me, which I didn't know, right? That two mm -hmm. years ago, you had come to the same person with your information. So does it mean that they don't trust your information either? Yeah, you know, um, that sounds a little uh, bit. Itchy. I've spoken to that person, and uh, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, need a glass of water, but I don't have one anywhere next to me. But uh, no, I've spoken to that person. Um, I've even uh, done uh, interviews, uh, like where there's uh, where like we were like almost side by side with another person's interview. Um, uh, I've spoken to people. Uh, that have uh, spoken directly with her, right? Uh, but uh, when it came down to Shadowgate, and I sent, uh, I reached out to them during a couple different things. But yeah, I reached out to a lot of people when Millie was uh, was in uh, was in jail. I got, I I made some mistakes, right? I got really, I got so pissed off at. Uh, all the people that I was reaching out to that actually had been working with me or supporting me, right? Look at, oh my God, what's that freaking potato head? Uh, uh, George Webb, oh my God, and that other guy, freaking Jason wow. Goodman, what a piece of garbage. Yeah. He freaking recorded me as I'm driving because uh, Millie was in jail. He's like recording me without my knowledge uh, uh, because. And, and I kind of trusted him because I had, he had interviewed me before. But interesting enough, uh, him and Webb were the first two people to ever come to me. I didn't, they got out, I, you know, they came to me. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know. But right after Goodman did that to, to me, uh, while Millie was still in jail, completely turned on the on on my story attacks everything that that when my story that he tried to get out he tried to help get out was finally getting out, and then a couple days later he ends up getting a gig on freaking Infowars, and then they shit can a uh, 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 freaking potato head uh, uh, Caitlin. Right. I knew, what, what, what people don't understand is that there's um, uh, evident psychological operations from the left right and non-evident ones from the right and some of them are knowingly and willingly doing it others are unknowingly but still willingly doing it mm -hmm. and that sucks you know you can't sit there and say i'm an investigative reporter i'm a reporter and yet mm -hmm. they 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 silence well, you know, okay. Could you imagine if they had the shit I had on Akbar from March 2020? What about yeah. the stuff that we had from sitting in into all these Zoom calls, you yeah. know, from last year where they were discussing this? The AFL-CIO, Shadow Net. Like, if they had put that out on mainstream, we wouldn't be here right now. Mm -hmm. The people would have been like, whatever. And that was the right amount of truth without sending 90% mm. of the people to the hospital, right? Yeah, that was all, a truth. lot of things timed out very strangely, Tortor. Mm. 
right? And, uh, and this is where I get angry. Reaching out to me, uh, a person in your chat uh, I saw just mentioned mm -hmm. that they had heard about me through uh, George Webb, right? Yeah, but you he know, had reached out to me too, and then after Millie got arrested, really? he started talking shit. <laughs> then there was a chick named mm -hmm. Santa Surfing who yeah people about Nisara Jasara and she's selling mugs telling them how you know if people actually listen to her they'd be broke mm. now with no job and yeah. you know that's it but the thing is it's like you know it could uh, be honeypots to right. just end up discrediting um legitimate whistleblowers I'm throwing yeah, that out there as I a theory know. what do you think I no I I wholeheartedly agree a hundred percent and the thing is uh -huh person wanted me on their show the day mm. before millie weaver was arrested and then after that the person blocked me and started talking smack about me and it's like who the hell and it's like all of these people how are they even qualified like i see people like julian's rum or that yeah. fruit juicer you know jordan sather i'm gonna tell you what's going on and it's like who the fuck are you like i'm sorry you're just Man, you work for the bad awesome. side it's all your fault and it's like bitches if i wasn't here you wouldn't know half of the stuff that's going on yeah you know yeah. it's like stop you know just just step off because you weren't in my box to know how i you know operated and the thing is the people are at this point where we're at the precipice right now we have a, a an illegitimate selected president right an administration that we all know is for kamala not for joe right they are pushing red flag laws they have increased not health even health. for kamala i'm not sure you know you know what I mean. Well, I still, I'm going, I'm staying, I'm, real quick, Tor, I'm staying with the, uh, a handful of retired generals in the MIC being the well, puppet masters, even yeah. over Kamala. Well, yeah, because they're the ones that get they're all the freaking string. Yeah, of course they are. No freaking way. Yeah. Well, and, and, and okay, so Obama was part of that, but I don't think he was like the ringmaster. No, uh, he was one of their original puppets for this new. Mm -hmm reset that they started a freaking decade ago more than a decade but yeah a hundred percent from a technological from a social networking uh, iia perspective a decade ago yeah well you know i'm all for entertainment i'm all for spreading <laughs> truth i'm all for that right but when people suppress the truth right when people refuse to give information to the people when people start talking about things that aren't true and you know like i said if people were actually listening to this insane person mm -hmm. telling people about this financial structured system oh and it's going to happen tomorrow and oh let mm -hmm. me show you this th there would be people with no homes i guarantee you there's probably someone that has had financial damage from that shit so it's like mm -hmm. These are really harmful things. Like for me, like you said, you know, I do, I tell my truth the way I can. And that's over time because I'd send over 90% of the population straight into the ICU if I mm. just released it all. You know, could you imagine if I uploaded, if I had the DNC server and I made that, you know, public and showed, I, you know, know I, that would create You've heard my opinion on that, Tor Tor. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, at the levels that these people are at, uh, and their power and influence just you know uh do i think like the average person should be doxxed no but someone like that you know listen if, if you have something if anybody has whoever the hell who's got uh freaking uh you know guy mentioned lynn wood uh earlier in the chat right uh and so uh it, it somebody you know lynn put lynn wood put out the cipher key uh for a 
black, a, a supposed blackmail file that supposedly based on Lynn Wood's um, uh, uh, testimony and the the uh, uh, sworn testimony of someone he he found to be credible. Right. Uh, he gave out the 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 key to uh, a blackmail file that, that potentially could have uh, a Supreme uh, Chief Justice Roberts on it. Right. Yeah. And um, you know, that's this- not me making this shit up that. Pardon but I've that, seen that stuff. I've seen that's that. That's a, a, a really big attorney making yeah. making mm-hmm. that claim. Really uh, so, so, but yet, but yet, um, wh- uh, why, you know, I I have an you know uh, I have an email uh, from uh, 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 what's her name uh, the uh, the other attorney, right? Powell. Powell. Right. I have an email from Sidney Powell saying, hey, you know, Linwood uh, and I uh, both, uh, you know, we hear what you're saying. We didn't know uh, Akbar was a bad guy, um, but I made very clear to, to in that email um, who he was and what needed to be done. Right. Uh, not just you gave him a platform. You can't just leave it like this. You got to take that platform away. This guy's a freaking terrorist. Right. Uh, I'm paraphrasing myself there. But um, so. Uh, you know, so Sydney Powell responds and she says, hey, um, uh, uh, neither Lin, neither Lynn Lin Wood or myself uh, were aware of his background. Thank you for pri- providing this information. OK, well, we'll do something about it. And then she so neither of them do anything. I don't know if Lynn Wood actually, you know, that's uh, Sydney Powell responding to me. I don't have any factual information whether or not Lynn Wood actually knew about that either way. But my story actually totally connects to Lynn Wood, right? Uh, with what with his claim with Isaac Cappy, because okay, our story connects because everybody that attacked Shadowgate uh, is on Cappy's map, correct? Right? Yes. Okay. And you know, so I know the Cappy stuff pretty well yeah, too. Well, okay. So um, when I filed my KTAM in DC federal court, uh, I hand wrote a motion uh requesting uh, a, a, an emergency uh affidavit for relief requesting that 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 my ketam which actually shows so many people that are both uh testifying in the impeachment and this is during the impeachment that are both testifying in the impeachment and during the impeachment and that are the uh, the like the impeachment management managers and such uh impeaching trump uh, that that several of those people are listed in my uh, my whistle my key tam whistleblower lawsuit. I filed it in federal freaking court, right? And, sorry, and uh, um, uh, put that motion in to have that go to Chief Justice Roberts, who was at the time overseeing um, uh, Trump's impeachment. So I need to find out whether or not. Um, uh, he ever received a copy of that because just because I, okay so I get a, 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 the the motion uh, which is a, a legally filed thing uh, the the federal judge dismissed my request but without prejudice story because that means it has credibility but they wouldn't let me go forward without an attorney and I couldn't get an attorney right so uh, what I would love to be able to do and it will probably answer whether or not. 
uh, Sydney Powell ever actually told him about the email that I sent her begging her uh, to not give Akbar that platform. He was a criminal. He was a terrorist. And he's literally a subject in the affidavit, signed, sworn, and notarized affidavit that Tory gave you a couple days earlier. He's a subject of it, right? So um, I would love, how can we get a hold of freaking Lynn Wood? And say, hey, you should listen to this guy. He's got freaking nothing, but he's trying like hell to get shit out. And either you knew about it, which, okay, I get get why you're not calling me up. Or Sidney Powell was not entirely being honest. You didn't know about it. And maybe if you didn't know about it, you'd give me a call because you could really freaking help me out here. Right. Am I sorry? And so I'm sorry. Tortor. Well, no, no. And I agree. Like, but I, you know, <laughs> if I, if I was to see Lynn, the first thing I would do is give him a hug because he's been chasing the truth and nothing but the truth. And they are putting him through the ringer. People are disowning him. They're just not listening to him. But and- I've also laid traps like that. Didn't I Tortor? Mm-hmm. When, when I've got a legal document in court that says we need to find out if chief, chief justice Roberts knew because because if he that could know. have been what you tipped know, off know. Chief Justice Roberts, who mm-hmm. ended up, maybe he had something to do with Millie and her husband and her brother's arrest mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. after he was given a copy of that, potentially, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Wouldn't it take somebody extremely high in the judicial system to... Um, uh, to plot and execute the arrest of a freaking American journalist. We need answers on that, Tory. And yeah, and nobody, nobody, nobody cares because they're yeah, all following yeah. these pasobiacs. But it doesn't actors. matter if people care or That's not. We true. have a freaking court system, and this is so in your face. And I if I could get a freaking attorney to take that in there, they rejected it not because it didn't have merit, but because I was pro se, right? And we could have stopped this damn impeachment back in 2000 when I submitted that key tam originally. If I could have got one damn attorney, if I could have got Linwood or somebody like that to have reached out to me, then freaking President Trump wouldn't have been impeached the first time. But don't you understand, Patrick? So everybody who says they support Trump and know about this are completely freaking fake in my mind. And I have documents signed, sworn by freaking federal judges to stand my case. I agree. And that's why yeah, I, I run out naked in the fucking street right now. I, and pardon my French and nobody would know who the hell I am. No, they would. I digress. You have to remember the first thing I told you when I spoke. I told you you probably shouldn't have me on. I've been right. I'm good at writing books and I've got a face. For See, I'm not good at writing books. At all. <laughs> but the thing is, I've been talking about Chief Justice Roberts. I mean, there's audio of him talking about, un, you know, uh, helping in figuring out how they're going to remove Trump. There's audio of well, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court on how they they telling him, you can't annul it. This isn't good enough. What you brought back from England isn't good enough. You know, this isn't going to fly. You need to start impeachment. And that's where they hatched the plan. And yeah. You know, Pre- Pence was in on it. There were so well, I don't know. On it. Well, you know, I, 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 all I know are the facts. What I, I know, say it, I say it, and I'm like, prove me wrong. The only way yeah, they well, prove I, me wrong I, I is gotta, by I, those presidential right? archives and pulling out that fucking audio. You Answer know? these That's questions, it. right? What's so hard with that? 
I can't answer whether or not you're saying you can't answer whether or not what I'm saying is true, but our freaking law enforcement or our judicial system can. And if I'm lying, why haven't they freaking Roger stoned me with a SWAT team? Same. It wouldn't be hard. I'm sitting behind I, my, in my office behind a medical marijuana facility. Okay, let me tell you something, Patrick, because I have yeah. to go, and I'm going to have you on more often because we should have <laughs> these candid conversations. I'm dead serious. But I wanted to say, you know, they haven't Roger stoned any of us, right? Because they could have done it to me. I mean, they just Knock went. on that, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> Listed. I like then, the bear this too. Composite, this composite wood count, it counts. But um, the thing is, is that um, if you remember January 6th, I'd like you to look back. How many stops did we make and how we went? Do you see why I did that? Oh, well, obviously oh, you, oh you would not let us. And I was giving you, and you know, and I'm not wrong there, am I, Tori? No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead and say it. Well, uh, you were making, you made us walk the, and I got a bad freaking leg, right? I'm freaking uh, uh, my sciatic nerve. And I'm I not a spring chicken. And, and so you take us the long way around because of the crowd of Trump supporters. Well, no shit. I was there for a crowd of Trump supporters. That was very unlike Tortor. You took us back around the long way, and, and I'm like, why? Secret service every, oh, let me just ask this stupid question, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Right. So I'm not stupid. Yeah, you got well, that after. Ryan's <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out. Even though I was freezing to death and I had gotten under the covers and I wouldn't move, right? <laughs> I was talking to you through tons of, of covers because I was freezing. Yeah. But you see, yeah. this is why I was against, you yeah. know, these, um, mass, you know, uh, movements and, and protests. Yeah, yeah. And Tough to get an Uber. Well, yeah, I was, and I, had <laughs> my foot, you know, and that shit was moving too. That is not fun when you have glass in your foot. No. Um, yeah, and I had. Yeah. Oh yes, thank you. You took the long way around with glass in your foot. I know, and it was painful, <laughs> but you know what? We would have been like Freddie. Right. Mm -hmm. you no, know, Freddie, who was appointed to the State Department. Guess what? So he's in jail with no bail. Right. Former Marine. Worked mm -hmm. on the Trump campaign, was working at the State Department. Guess what? Because you remember all those photos that the FBI suddenly doesn't have, you know, mm -hmm. facial recognition for. And they're like, help us identify. Well, they got an anonymous tipster saying it was that guy, Freddie. And then they had this other person on Facebook say, well, he like said that he was down in January 6th, which, yeah, a lot of us went to President Trump to hear him. Right. Doesn't mean mm -hmm. we were in the Capitol. And and now he's in jail because anonymous people said so. So um, how much you want to make a bet, Patrick, that they looked high and low to find us? Uh, yeah. Huh? Because do you know how many texts I got with the lady with the pink hat and some other ladies that they were looking for saying, is that mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Is that you? So yeah. it's like no, he, I, was he, with he, you. I was like, and I was like, why are you texting me that? Yeah, like why no, would you text you. Me? It's like saying I'm exposed to COVID. Why would you text me that? Yeah, I kind of figured I was some sort of alibi. 
if you don't mind me saying, well, have been used was, for worse, Tor Tor. Well, <laughs> I think our phones were the ones and the and the Secret Service people. That's why I was like walking in there. You know, mm. they all have separate network systems, so you've got to get all of them offline, right? Mm. So I just made sure all of Secret Service, their body cams could see me asking the same stupid fucking question five feet down. Um, their hut camera would get me and everything because you know we all knew how this was going to play out and what they wanted to do. I, 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 the only we knew thing it from the day before when we saw yeah, the well, only thing I knew for sure was that somebody had put into place uh, a, a, a tactical organized operation that was going to be based on or around chaos, and the recipe there had a handful of great ingredients, right? What, what, what were you left with? Hmm. <laughs> I know, I know. And and the thing is, it's like, you know, they should make a movie of all the crap we went through when uh, we were down there, like the whistleblowers, you uh, know, adventures. Um, because, you know, you can't even tell people there were surveillance vans, Chinese people literally taking pictures and not even hiding it, right? Well, they do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, 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 the bag guy, you know, that came to take our bags at that hotel uh, where we were tossed, was the yeah. same guy from the other one that Millie's son called out. Hey, how that's about that one chick at the, at the Mac at, at the Apple computer uh, at the um, uh, uh, at the Weston, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, every freaking day, um, our friend uh, wrote her a note, and uh, <laughs> uh, that was funny. That was uh, funny. You remember, right? But no, yeah. and yeah. she would get so ticked off. Uh, she's like, damn, you know, she's there. There was no way, right? That girl, absolutely. She never, she wasn't a, even a resident there, right? I know she wasn't. She would just come and just watch. She would just come in and sit at that computer and watch everybody that came in and out of that elevator, mm -hmm. uh, all day. All day. Uh, and then and until she was watching videos of stuff. Until yeah. she got a break or was replaced mm -hmm. by the same person. <laughs> I was in intelligence. So was I. I saw um, that. Um, so, you know, I, I just wanted to say I, we should be on more often because people want to hear about your book and we should talk. Um, you know, there's a lot of people right now that are, uh, you know, under scrutiny, uh, being hurt really bad. I mean, Lynn Wood's one of them. He's telling truth. Um, and, you know, I know you're. I know there's a lot of people out there saying, well, Tori, if you have the DNC server and the RNC server and, you know, uh, Hillary's emails release them. And I'm like, are you kidding? If I had that access, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand what kind of war would happen. Yeah, no, just I wish it, in whoever's got if somebody's out there is if there really is like a CIA uh, file that was. uh uh, that was uh, that was stolen by a group of hackers uh, that I can only assume would be those like lizard people um, mm -hmm. uh, based on everything else then I wish they would just release all of that I wish they would release the emails because you know what they're waiting on right now is for like deep fakes and such to come out to where um, it will diminish the actual impact on exposing 
these people, some of them pedophiles, some of them, you know, trafficking children, I'm assuming based on not just the words of one seemingly uh, insane um, Hollywood actor, but a lot of other people, including uh, credible witnesses through uh, Lynn Wood, right? So, um, yeah. man, uh, no, we need to we need to uh, expose this before uh, they need to release that stuff before, um, uh, like the deep fakes and such can be used uh, to discredit them, and these people get away with it. Yeah, they do. I mean, they only have discrediting. I mean, you know, that, that's up there. I'm the a big fan is, of chaos. You know that, right? Dude, I fucking thrive on that shit because it's out of <laughs> you get order. And the thing is, Get right now, out. the order's tipping in favor of the really bad people. No, the truth and the thing is, yeah, well, you know, it is true. But the, the thing is that we've got, you know, evil winning right now. And that's because the people that are thinking are doing good or know they're not doing good, but don't give a shit are tipping it in the wrong side. Um, and it's going in the other favor. People need to focus. You know, I'm all for protesting, but unfortunately we can't trust that they will mm -hmm. infiltrate us faster than anything. If they infiltrated something so organized, right? Mm -hmm. You better believe your, your, whatever March you want to do will be infiltrated and it will be a bloodbath yeah so you know so i'm mobilizing different ways okay patrick i have to go pick up fiebermeister um Aww. yeah right, hi. i will and you you're gonna have to come on again with me where i we should make this a regular thing been working on the book really hard tour tour and that's uh, what I'm gonna hear. i you know i think this is gonna be a big deal sure i think uh uh i want to use the proceeds from this book and I'll have everything set up. Uh, uh, I'm waiting on. Uh, actually, Gavin's going to make a. a he's he's going to make a, a good cover illustration. Although I put one together that I thought was kind of cool. He's Did like, I can do better, and I'm like, I know you can, so do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think we can. Okay, so I want to um, use the funds. I believe we could raise a lot of money with the with this hardcover book signed right even if we could get millie on board to sign it as well and you right and we could sell this book and use the book to fund um our a lawsuit because we can find we raise a couple hundred thousand dollars we can find an attorney uh that will do what needs to be done right uh they're out there trust me but you know cash talks and bullshit walks and, and if you if, if we just let somebody else like patrick Byrne or somebody uh fund us uh then we're gonna still be you know we're gonna uh, still be uh, we're gonna I still be beholden to them that's what i told you when we were in freaking dc yeah, that's why i, I moved out of his i didn't yeah. take his rooms and shit yeah i i you know that's why i'm i'm i want it to be organic patrick yeah uh, because you know if we if we if we you know take someone else then there's you know this so it's like you know i know that patrick byrne is a hundred percent patriot i mean you know that too though i don't like the people that he hangs no, out i with. love the guy yeah, i know but right? I, don't, I i don't like the people he hangs out with yeah, i, tell him, I use geico yeah, <laughs> I just I don't like the people he hangs out with. And I tell him that. No, too. we had a but great. We had that. a great. I. He gets me. He felt no. bad, right? Am I wrong? No, no. He felt bad. Okay, Mister Feel Bad. 
freaking your dad owned Geico do something. But no, no see, and it doesn't no. matter how much money you got. That's where we prove that that it's it ne- it's not necessarily about money, right? Uh, because I I don't know. I who knows what's it's up with about that. the chaos that would come. But regardless, yeah. you know, I yeah. just don't like the people he hangs out with. I really don't. Yeah. You so, know. You know, you know I, how I feel about. I, I don't like what he. I don't like what he said about Rudy, uh, because I met Rudy and and he treated me with respect. He coherently uh, asked me quite. I can't. I got a non-disclosure agreement, but I'm just yeah, saying, uh, the person that that Patrick Byrne described with Rudy was not the person that I met, right? And and um, so I wish Patrick would apologize about that. But otherwise, I thought Patrick was an awesome guy. Yeah, see, we, don't have to, we don't have to agree on everything to like someone. Like people were like, "You support Patrick Byrne," and and I was like, "I I agree with you know, I disagree with eighty seven percent of the shit he says. I still love mm-hmm. him. I'll still support him. You know, he would talk. I have more money than God, and he sat down and talked with me, Tori. Yeah, I have right? an NBA with Giuliani too, and we all yeah. know how smart he is, and how he shows a different side of Rudy to other people. Yeah, you know, and that's what's up. People you just can't, but I can't. I can't trust yeah, him. You can't. Who? Because that's not the person him. that I saw. Maybe it was just a matter of, uh, you know, uh, maybe it was just a matter of like, um, I was able to communicate with Rudy uh, better than a multi-trillionaire, right? I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. but I the 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 person that I saw tried his freaking damnedest uh he listened to everything i said had questions so did patrick byrne uh but never but patrick byrne was like no this is no yeah we're gonna use this for something later what yes kidding me yes i know and And then then have that work out for you wait 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 but I know how he thinks. I've said that too, right? But yeah. I've known him. I've known him in other capacities, right? Over and don't say anything smart over the years. Okay, <laughs> through that warning right there. Um, I know how he thinks. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, he's got a freaking eidetic memory. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a genius. I don't think people see that, but Patrick is a freaking genius. His brain is so freaking genius. It's so hot. Like, it's crazy. So, you, you know. I only spent a lot of time over in Southeast Asia. Remember when I first met him, we kind of both naturally bowed to bowed each, to each other. other. Yeah. <laughs> I The only time I bow is when I'm like, oh, Samida. You know, that's the it's only just, time. They- yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> habit. Yeah, I know. Okay, I got to go. I really have to go. Thanks, I gotta door, there. Door. We'll do this Much soon, love. all right? Yeah. No, we will. Again. For sure. For those All of you right. who are going to be rating Millie, much love, Patrick. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. God bless everyone. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place. I'm going to fight them all. Seven Nation Army couldn't hold me back They're gonna rip it off Taking their time right behind my back And I'm talking to myself